an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Man, oh man, college football's back. We've got multiple games going down to the wire here on Fox Sports Radio. Bucky Brooks, Christmas morning. How you feeling? Man, I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's, it's great. Everything is great except... On my TV screen, I don't find a Tar Heel game. I don't see Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, you mean we, you we mean, got Penn State, Idaho? Come on! You mean the uh, Gamecocks game, right? Did you did you not see the shirt? This, oh look, my this, gosh! Look, this was not. I wasn't doing. That's this not to, even the real Carolina. Okay, I wasn't even doing this to try and antagonize you. Were trolling you. Me. I, I grabbed everything first, you do. Listen, I grabbed the first thing that was on the uh, the the hanger, and it just happened to be a South Carolina. It just shirt. I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. But you mm. know you know what they say uh, in Columbia. What did they say? It's cock thirty. Bucky. Oh, that's what they say. That's what they say. And then in some other places, depending <laughs> on where you hang out. Uh, all right. So Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right. So here's the situation. You have got Boise State leading Florida State with a minute and change to go in mm. a game that was moved to Tallahassee because of the hurricane. And so 
Florida State fans look completely stressed out. I don't know if they're allowed to drink uh, in that stadium, but they should probably start <laughs> after this game goes. And then you've got the battle in Iowa between Northern Iowa and Iowa State on Fox Sports 1. That is in triple overtime. Northern mm. Iowa leading number 21 Iowa State, 26-23. Uh, Iowa State trying to survive the upset. So it's pandemonium Ooh. and chaos uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, it is, it's crazy. Oh, uh, there we go. Now I feel like I'm at home. Oh, because you got the uh, on, South Carolina, the Carolina game on? I mean, the North Carolina oh, game on. Sorry The Carolina game is on. Yeah, I just didn't know. it. Battle of the Carolinas uh, between uh, South Carolina and North Carolina. Uh, a bunch of people dressed as empty seats in the corner, I see. Those I are mean, probably all the South Carolina fans. Oh, get out of here. You know what that They're is? They're not excited. They're not excited about coming the, up. Those are the North Carolina fans that couldn't put the <laughs> bottle down to get into the game on time is what that is. Uh, do, so do we have a fumble in the Iowa State game? Was that was that ruled a fumble and recovered by Iowa State? It, this is craziness. It is bananas. Yeah. I it's love college it, man. football, though. I, I absolutely love it. Uh, TJ Hushmanzada, just pull up a chair. All right, just pull up a chair. Blame it on traffic. Like that's the go-to every time. TJ can't leave the TVs. There's these games are going everywhere. Oh. Um. So Iowa State is looking to win this game. Now, if they score here, the game is over. Correct? Yeah, this is. The game is over. If Iowa State scores here and they've got a first and goal from the one, and Iowa State has punched it in and they survive the upset over Northern Iowa. Iowa, Iowa State, uh, and that's the game, correct? Ball game over. Uh, yeah. Let's go live to our uh, Iowa football insider, Iowa Sam, for the latest. Sam? I believe that's it. Yep. Because um, you and I had the first possession of the third overtime, and they haven't ruled it final yet. I mean, I think it is, though. Well, they've got to review it. Okay, I mean, yeah, well, yeah, because he did. Yeah, he kind of got welcome, it. Welcome to football in 2019. Yeah, mm. by, by the way, by the way, um, How's that Willie Taggart uh, experience going in uh, in Tallahassee? It, it's, it's early. It's early. Yeah, it's early. It's just a year in. Okay, it takes a while. Just, yeah, just it takes just a while. Curious. It takes a while. For uh, just was curious how that was going, but uh, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. so we have got uh, all of that going on. Um, South Carolina and North Carolina. Obviously, South Carolina, the superior uh, Carolina team, uh, tied right now uh, with North Carolina. Jake Bentley at quarterback for the Gamecocks. I believe he's been there since 1985, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, so here we go. <laughs> College football is back. Official review at Iowa State uh, in the third overtime. And uh, Matt Campbell looking to survive the scare from Northern Iowa. And here's the thing, man. This is exactly why I don't blame powerhouse programs that play cupcakes to start out the year. Oh, I don't yeah. I don't blame them at all. You have no preseason. How the hell do you know these guys are ready? Wouldn't you? You coach high school football, don't you? Think you guys would be more prepared if you had a preseason game? Uh yeah. You're. I, th- I think you're always better prepared if you have a preseason game, a little scrimmage to see where your guys are, get them a little taste of some live contact, and you also never know how people react in real game action. So I kind of want to see them in those situations to get them prepared. College football is crazy because when you have all the preseason rankings. You really never know what you have. You're assuming that guys can elevate into some of these starting positions, but there's no guarantee that those guys are ready for those prominent positions, those prominent roles. So um, it just makes it tough. But, man, you talk about a great slate of games. I know people are saying not a great slate, but, man, Oregon and Auburn later tonight, fantastic game. But the game that I am excited to see, how about a little Georgia Southern at LSU? Oh, okay. 
Can the LSU Tigers stop the option? Uh, okay, now, yeah, and by the way, I, I, let's go uh, thoughts and prayers uh, to the LSU Tigers defensive lineman who will be gutted that entire game. I mean, uh, it'd be fun for option. Like, you don't uh, like being cut a lot? You that, don't, that, like, that's you don't t- like fighting for your let me, life? Let me, let me tell you what that is. That's a two-knee brace game is what that is. <laughs> I am not dealing with, with any of these uh, military schools with their triple, quadruple options. Um, these guys are just knifed at the line of scrimmage for 60 minutes, uh, and it, they look like they've been uh, through a real battle afterwards. All right, so the game is over. Final in three overtimes. Iowa State survives the scare 29-26 over Northern Iowa. And the pride and joy of Iowa here at Fox Sports Radio, Iowa Sam is rejoicing as his Iowa State Cyclones uh, have won the game. Congratulations to Iowa Sam. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted actually Iowa State to win so that they come into the Iowa game uh, undefeated. Yeah, and I, by the way, Iowa Sam, who is such a con artist and such a scam artist, he's trying to pass off a mid-90s Steelers jersey as an Iowa Hawkeyes jersey. What a load of crap. It is an, it is an Iowa jersey. That's a, that's a Kevin Green jersey from the mid-90s. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio update anchor Eddie Garcia gave me this jersey. He said that Kirk Ferentz sent it to him. So okay. it is an Iowa jersey. And can we get a picture of that and put it on the Fox Sports Radio Twitter account? And can we ask a poll question? Iowa Hawkeyes or Pittsburgh Steelers well, they're, jersey? They're that's modeled after the Steelers jersey. So they look very much alike. Okay. Uh, All right. So we've got that going on. Uh, The time is wound down at Tallahassee. Boise State with a 36-31 win over Willie Taggart and the Florida State Seminoles. Here's here's the thing. And I I would tend to agree with you on the fact that you got to give these coaches time. But you know how this goes in college football. Nobody's realistic about this stuff. So the clock is already going to be ticking. There's going to be fire Taggart stuff. You don't think they miss less miles at LSU? You don't think they mm. wish they could get less miles back at LSU for, yeah. uh, from time to time? Yeah. I, I think we do have to wait, but I just don't know that Florida State and that fan base and the way they work and operate down there is going to give Willie Taggart enough time to, to, to stick around. No, I don't think so. I think it's going to be a tough deal. Um, I think it's going to be a tough deal for him. Uh, just considering all the pressure – that is on him and what the expectations are. Florida State is a team that fancies themselves, they see themselves as a national title contender. They expect to be with the, the, the established guard, Alabama, Ohio State, and some of those squads. And so you would expect them to have to get it going. They just have been slow to get it going in the Willie Taggart era. Now, is that more of a reflection on what he was left with, or is that just Willie Taggart who maybe took the job? Look, he was at Oregon one year. Mm. I mean, it's not like he was at Oregon for a long time building a powerhouse. He was there for one year. The opportunity was too good. He took the gig at at Florida State. And then, to your point on the on the top 25 rankings, we really have no idea who the hell is who. We no. really don't. And so when these numbers come out, it makes it look good that northern iowa almost beat the 21st ranked team in the country but we don't know if that really is the 21st ranked team in the country because we have no game of of evidence to show that they're a top 25 team this is just all based on opinion and we roll into the first week of the season and assume they know what they're talking about yeah i mean it is all based on opinion it's all based on speculation and what we think people will be without even seeing them uh participate or play or practice or do anything and so it is tough. Now, the Florida State-Boise State game is a little different because I would think that Boise State would have been the favorite based on the records previously. But still, when it's Florida State, you're not used or accustomed to seeing Florida State 
as an underdog. Now, I, I will say this. It's not all bad news for people uh, in Florida State. So Brad Powers, uh, who is a, a host here on Fox Sports Radio, you hear him on straight out of Vegas, and he used to uh, cover college football for Phil Steele, the college football magazine, which is like the Bible of college football. It, it's got everything you need to know about every player and every team and every conference. He placed a bet on Florida State minus two and a half to win this game. Mm. But the bet got voided because the game got moved to Tallahassee. Mm. So because of that, he actually didn't lose the bet. They waved off all the bets because of the hurricane. The game got moved. So I don't know if that is enough to calm everybody down when it comes to Willie Taggart and the pressure he's on. But I just think him being at Florida State, powerhouse program, there's going to be some unrealistic uh, conversations that are had over the next several days. Oh, absolutely. Like, like crazy conversations are, are are the coaching expectations more unrealistic in college football or the nfl uh you know i i think the coaching expectations are crazy everywhere everywhere believes that <clears throat> i think every fan base believes that they should be winning at a higher level than they're currently competing and if you don't have the right pieces you don't have the right weapons you don't have the right stuff it is just hard to win in today's climate but it doesn't matter Fans don't want to hear that. Fans <laughs> pump down their hard money. They want to see they want to see people win. And if you don't win, like you're always subject to kind of be caught up in these these controversies. Uh, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We got great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. All right, coming up next, it was the beginning of a brand new era at a powerhouse House program in college football, and we'll go live to the scene next here on Fox Sports Radio. Do it live! Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can always check out this show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will dive into a major move in the NFL and see how it changes the fortunes of one playoff team from a year ago. So we'll get to that here a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, uh, we're going to go live. Jenny Taft is joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. She's the host to Fox Sports 1's Undisputed. You hear her trying to break up the fight daily with uh, uh, Skip and Shannon on FS1. You were also at the Ohio State-Florida Atlantic game for Fox, Jenny. Uh, first of all, thanks so much for the time, carving out a few minutes with uh, and slumming it with us on uh, Sports Radio on the weekends. Oh, stop. No, I'm happy you guys called. Uh, so tell me, the Ryan Day era starts off, Ohio State gets a win. You've covered Ohio State games before when Urban Meyer was there. Was What what was the difference that you noticed between Urban Meyer not being there and Ryan Day taking over in Columbus? Well, first of all, guys, thanks for having me. Um, I, you know, what was interesting, and this was kind of a storyline that I was so curious about because we've known Ryan the last couple of years and obviously Urban now working with us on our side. And I have so much respect for Urban and but Ryan was always so easy to be around. And so I think we all were really hopeful that it would be an easy transition just from a broadcast perspective. And let me tell you, he is such a good, he's easy to work with, good guy. You know, they obviously have their new D coordinators as well. It was all really smooth in our end from, from that perspective. And in talking to the players, the sense I got was 
they have been answering the same question for months about Urban Meyer leaving. And, you know, Ryan Day has now been in charge for a long time. And they, they felt like the storyline had moved on. And so the urgency, and I think you saw that, the way they played in that first quarter, the way they came out, they were so ready to play and create a new storyline just to move past it. And everyone complimented Urban and spoke so highly of what he has done for them personally and for the program. But they love Ryan Day. I mean, they are really pleased with the way it's going, with the culture of the program. And it is a, a really positive vibe surrounding that team right now. You know, Jenny, there's a lot of fascination, not only with Ryan Day, but his new quarterback, Justin Fields. How did Justin Fields perform with your first exposure to him? It was one of my favorite moments was after that first touchdown, which, you know, I think, what was that, less than two minutes of action for, for Fields out there? Coming over to the sideline, I felt like you could sense the, the relief, almost his weight lifted off his shoulders. He was smiling so big just to have gotten that out of the way. I mean, the attention you receive at Ohio State as a quarterback, we all know it, but it always blows me away, the amount of media, the amount of coverage. I mean, when I'm preparing for covering the Buckeyes, I cannot read enough. I mean, there are so many reporters, and they just don't miss a thing. So I think for Justin Fields to come out there, have such a, a dominant performance in that debut, and we spoke after the game about handling the pressure, and, you know, he said, I'm ready for this. He had five pull the putt outs. That's the most um, ever by a Buckeye in his debut. So he rose to the occasion. I think there were moments that the offense was a bit sloppy. Uh, Day used that word to describe some of the, the play, but you got to look at that as a step in the right direction from what we saw from them today. Uh, she is Jenny Tapp joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. She called, uh, was the reporter for the Fox college football game between Ohio State and Florida or earlier, and also the host of uh, FS1's Undisputed. Uh, kind enough to spend a few minutes with uh, Jonas Knox and Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Jenny, so I, I do a show here on Fox Sports Radio with Brady Quinn, who I'm, I know that you know, and he grew, yeah. he grew up in and around the Columbus area, and he's always told me about Ohio State being the team there, that that is really what the town rallies around. They're the big, the big show in town. So with that being said, what's a week one like in Columbus to kick off the season? You know, I think Brady is right about that. This place is so special when it comes to the atmosphere. And, you know, we're, we are spoiled because we've been around this program so many times and just the way they treat the media, the way they treat the fans. I mean, this is just a top organization, top class. I mean, they do everything right on, on their end. And when you're here, you just, it's all Buckeyes. I mean, everyone is wearing Ohio State shirt. It's just this fan culture that it's hard to even explain, but you know, the FAU players are a great example. I was talking to them before this matchup and, you know, they're worried about playing in front of 100,000 fans. The average for them is 10. I mean, you think of the difference. Harrison Bryant said, this is probably the biggest game of my life. And I think, unfortunately, you saw some of those nerves. He had some early drops. He was a tight end that they really were expecting big things from today. And, you know, for everyone else, when you go into that place, when you go into the shoe, you feel it. And I, I'm, I am a bit spoiled just how much I've been able to experience those moments. And uh, Columbus is an electric place, and it's becoming one of my favorite places to really cover college football. You know, Jenny, there there are so many guys on this team that guys at, at, at the NFL level are paying attention to. Chase Young is one guy. Did you have an opportunity to speak to him either before or after the game just about what he is looking forward to doing this year? Oh, that's a great uh, – I'm glad you asked about him because right before I left 
for this one. I ran into Urban in the hallway at Fox, and I said, Urban, I've got one minute to talk to one player on Ohio State. Who do I grab? And he said, no doubt, Chase Young. I mean, he is this player. I mean, he put on weight this year. I mean, he is such a presence in person. But And I remember Joel, you know, talking about him the last couple of years, just being so excited about his development. And now, yesterday... Uh, you know, it was yesterday. I had a chance to catch up with him in the dining area with the team. And he said, I know how much I'm capable of doing, but I'm a captain now. I'm a leader of this team. Like, there's so much more that I'm trying to do. And I just have kind of seen that evolution in terms of just chatting with him and his maturity. And, you know, FAU and Kiffin joked. Can you imagine that guy going up against you? I mean, Lane was very clear about the size difference. Uh, and, you know, of course, how do you not talk about that one? Uh, Jenny Taft, she's the host of Fox Sports 1's Undisputed. Uh, she called the Ohio State-Florida Atlantic game earlier for Fox and kind enough to spend a few minutes with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jenny, we know you got a flight to catch. We know it's a busy time. We appreciate a few minutes of your time. Thanks so much. I'm glad you caught me. I'm just about to go through security, so this works out great. <laughs> See, it's uh, I have a feeling I'm going to be in Columbus a few more times this year, so hopefully we can chat again, but thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Jenny Taft, uh, ready to uh, catch a flight and get out of Columbus um, and get back to L.A. So, uh, look, I mean... Yeah, by the way, Steve Hartman, closet degenerate gambler before we went on the air, points out that that Ohio State didn't cover the spread. Steve, why don't you just tell everybody next time that you had money on the game, for God's sakes, all right? Just be honest about it. Um, Everybody, I got money on this game. Uh, But Ryan Day takes over at Ohio State. Um, They get a win. When are we going to know that there is a significant difference between Urban Meyer and Ryan Day as a coach there at Ohio State? I think you see the subtle changes, maybe the subtle tweaks of the offense, the way that he handles things um, in game and out of game. I think it's just one of those things that close observers of the program will be able to tell. Urban Meyer's uh, imprint will still be on the program, but I think we will start to slowly get a feel of feel for what Ryan Day is all about, the core values, the characteristics, and I think that'll be reflected in the program. Uh, Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, so we have a major move in the NFL, one that could shake up a playoff team from a year ago. We'll get to that next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time this college football season, say hello to the gas man, David Gascon. What the hell, man? We were together on Thursday night. Yeah, but not when all like the actual Saturday games are going on. It's a new audience, Dave. I got to ask you. Radio. You never yeah. talked to, to me or Lee or anybody else in the staff as well as you've t- talked to, to Jenny Taft. Because I'm a nice person, Dave, and she treats me with respect. So the second <laughs> you treat me with respect, you'll get the same respect in return. What are you talking about? I, I'm just saying. Just trying to be uh, trying to be a nice guy here. Trying to do nice guy radio. I, I, I roll out the red carpet for you every weekend. I stay the full three, four hours no, you, with you. No, you try and get Bucky and I fired during in the gutter is what you try and do every single week. Yep, that, that's yep. different. A lot of borderline comments. <laughs> and then blame it on us. Well, that's sports talk radio for you, right? Yeah. That's Bucky, how Bucky, how were your boys uh, yesterday? 
Here we go on the next week on the Palisades. <laughs> On the Palisades. Run a Cincinnati? On the Palisades. Dave, the body isn't even cold. Can you give it a minute? Like, give us at least three segments, for God's sakes. Oh, man. This is like an extension of that movie Seven with Brad Pitt and uh, Kevin Spacey in it. Uh, What was the score yesterday, Bucky? Uh, I can't remember. Just focus. Just focus on the effort. On to the Palisades. I just focus. I just focus on the effort. On to the Palisades. Did the score, was the score similar to San Francisco-Denver? In the Super Bowl. Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember. Was I born then? Hey, you know, Super Bowl? Uh, the, the theme of today's show, we're on to the Palisades. <laughs> we're on to the Palisades. We're on to the Dolphins. On, uh, oh, man. On to the Dolphins. Well, guys, we'll start, we'll start things off. First, the National Football League. San Francisco 49ers have placed running back Jerk McKinnon on season-ending injured reserve. He's got knee injuries, so he's done for the year. Jadavion Clowney is in Seattle right now. He's going to sign a franchise tender. That means the Houston Texans are trading him away to the Seahawks for a couple different things. A third-round pick in 2020, linebacker Barcavius Mingo and also linebacker Jacob Martin. Texans aren't done yet either. They actually trade away guard Martinez Rankin to the Kansas City Chiefs in exchange for Carlos Hyde. Jaguars giving Miles Jack an extension, four years and $57 million. 33 of that is guaranteed. Bills have released running back LaShawn McCoy. Saints have released D-tackle Ziggy Hood. And L.A. Chargers left tackle Russell Okung. He's got blood clots. He's being left on a reserve non-football injury list. So that means, guys, for the first six weeks of the season, he cannot play. Speaking of play, North Carolina leads that or excuse me, South Carolina leads North Carolina right now by a score of 10-3. to That game's right now in the second quarter. Earlier today, Fields gets a quick snap, throws it deep down the left side for Victor. Open score, touchdown, Benjamin Victor, as he grabs it on a 32-yard touchdown pass from quarterback Justin Fields, and it's a three-touchdown start for Ohio State, leading 20 to another. Yeah, Fields had five touchdowns on the day, four through the air, one on the ground, 45-21 was the final. Nebraska skirts by South Alabama, 35-21. Washington over Eastern Washington, 28-7. Penn State by 20 against Idaho at the end of the first. Alabama just scored, so they lead Duke right now in the second quarter, 7-0, just underway from Palo Alto. Stanford and Northwestern, some people were calling this an upset in the making. Right now, that game is scoreless. Back to Jonas Knox and Bucky Brooks in just 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Sorry about that. Because at Farmers, we've seen and covered it. We are Farmers. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Bucky, there's uh, some baseball on today. You want to talk about that instead? I love baseball. Let's go. Let's Are you go. a baseball guy? <laughs> I mean, I am today. All right. Fair enough. Hey. Guys, there's might be one upset in the making. West Virginia and James Madison in the fourth quarter are tied 10 up. Mm. Well, I mean, listen, uh, James Madison is a powerhouse program. Uh, <laughs> For what? Yeah, I'm, I'm just telling you, I think uh, they'll yeah, call him uh, a division below. They're, yeah, they're, I mean, powerhouse. Uh, I, I call him Jim Madison, but if you guys want to call him uh, James, that's fine. <laughs> that's what you call uh, him. That's, uh, you know, but I'm on uh, I'm on a, uh, you know, different kind of uh, level with uh, Jim Madison. So, uh, and by the way, Dave, can I push back on something? Why would this be an upset in the making uh, if Northwestern beats a, a 25th ranked team? Well, because it's at Palo Alto. It's not 
in the backyard of Northwestern. So what? It's week week one, man. I think week one is is the one week where you give everybody an excuse if they crap but their pants. But everybody loves David Shaw, right? Everyone can't speak hey, glowingly enough for him. But he's done a great job. Well, week one at home, they get beat. That's an upset. Hey, man, Fitz is a good coach at Northwestern. He's turned that program around. Fitz is the Midwest version of David Shaw. Do you think we'll hear anything from the SEC homers today that Ole Miss lost at Memphis? No, and I can't stand that conference crap argument. It, <laughs> that really bothers me, man. Conferences that, that start b- bragging about their conferences. My neighbor across the street got a new car a couple of weeks ago. You know what I didn't do? Run around and brag about the new car we got. It's their <laughs> business, not mine. Who cares if Ole Miss lost or won? Don't brag about your conference. That's done in college football. It's stupid. I don't get it. Um, can we have a positive show for once, Dave? Yeah, I'm going to go to liquor store and get you a beer real quick. Hold uh, on. Uh, by the way, uh, let's go live to our May I Interject because it's college football and this is the most energy he's had in seven years, Iowa Sam for the latest. <laughs> Sam? Never heard of him. And, and we go to him and we go to him and the <laughs> and guy passes a kidney stone on the air. <laughs> and he jags. Oh my oh God. Jags. I had some yelling last what, night. What, yeah. what, are you, what are you, Doc Holiday? <laughs> hey, get off the mic, Lunger. <laughs> <laughs> Get off wow. the mic, Lunger. Good smell God. Smells like someone Yeah, dying. it was Sam's voice. <laughs> I uh, I have been flapping my gums all day today on FSR. <laughs> so, uh, But I did want to say, though, that Northwestern did win the Big Ten West last year. Yeah, why is it an upset? It's not. And, and a, a Big Ten coaching survey uh, revealed that the co- other coaches in the Big Ten rated Pat Fitzgerald <laughs> that, as the is best. That, is that gas pass? Yeah. <laughs> is he He's laughing at me in the background. Oh First of all, gosh. this guy doesn't talk this much throughout the year. Now all of a sudden, Iowa well, Sam is just showing his personality. Every, everybody, everybody's got a wheelhouse. All right, Sam, continue. What? So a survey revealed that Pat Fitzgerald was rated as the best coach in the Big Ten because of what he has to work uh, with. Was that the same survey last year that said James Franklin was overrated because all he does is recruit a newsflash dummies? Recruiting's a major part of coaching college football. <laughs> so he sorry, well. sorry that he's really good at that part of his job. Now look the other stuff that he's being sued for. We won't get into that. That's a, <laughs> yeah, you know maybe send a racist. player out there a little. That's not, how's it racist? I'm I'm not I'm not accusing pa- uh, him of anything. I you know James Franklin has got to answer some questions. So there's that. Um, <laughs> I was saying that's one of the great moments ever. Can we play that back? Some uh, Lee, can we pull that and play it back later on? Uh, Iowa Sam just a frog at, in my throat there. Adamant he's got to get on. <laughs> On the air and then turns into Doc Holiday. <laughs> Longer. Uh, all right. I have, uh, I have tuberculosis. That's, that's right. right. That's Listen, it uh, happens to the best of us. All right. So Bucky Brooks. Um, before we before we continue down whatever this dark alley is that we're on here at Fox Sports Radio, Jadevian Clowney traded by the uh, Houston Texans to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, third round pick in exchange, uh, Barcavius Mingo and another linebacker there uh, from Seattle go to the Houston Texans. The what I'm seeing, uh, Jacob Martin was the other linebacker, by the way. What I'm seeing is that, oh my God, Houston got totally robbed. Houston got got jobbed in that trade. Well, it's not like Jadevian Clowney signed a contract extension with Seattle. He's signing the tender, so he may only be there one season. I don't think it was that bad of a trade for the Houston Texans. No, I don't think so either. I think it was a good trade. They knew they didn't want him long term. He didn't fit into their plan. He wasn't there necessarily their kind of guy, and so... Rather than give him a lot of money that you end up regretting, 
they end up getting him out of the building. They get a third-round pick back, and it gives them an opportunity to kind of build the defense the way they see fit. And Houston's in a weird spot because they don't really have a general manager. So they're it's kind of a – Oh, Bill, no, it is a – Yeah, Bill, Bill O'Brien is uh, – now um, – this the, the trade stunned me because, I mean, everything that I've heard is that Bill O'Brien and Genevieve and Clowney have a really close relationship, that they are, uh, I mean, I, I would even call go so far to call them best best friends there with the Houston Texans. Oh, yeah, Texans. I think bad, bad, bad info. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, uh, Bill O'Brien, not a big fan of Genevieve and Clowney, which is, I think, uh, partly why the move got made. What do you make of Clowney as as a player? He's played better than and got overcome some of the injuries earlier on, but what do you make of him as a player? Uh, more hyped in substance. Um, you know, he's, man, he's made a lot of money off of one big hit versus yep. South Carolina. Uh, that, uh, Michigan that, versus Michigan in that bowl versus game. Versus Michigan, yes, yes in, in that bowl game. A bowl game, and, which, by the way, I think Taylor Lewan was the tackle, and Taylor Lewan ate him alive for the majority of the game. Well, that, that's kind of been the thing. Like He's a splash play player. Every now and then he'll flash a little something, you get excited. But at the end of the day, he's not really a dude. And for 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 me, I just, I just want to see more. I would just like to see more <laughs> out of him. I just, I just want to see... Number one overall pick. I want to see him dominate. I want to see him dominate consistently. And when you talk to people around the program down there, he's a me guy. He can be a lot to deal with. And this makes it hard when those guys are your core guys that you count on. And so I understand why they dismissed him. And look, Steve Spurrier uh, was frustrated with Clowney his final year there because a lot of people felt like he could have come back from injury sooner than he did. And he kind of just coasted a little bit knowing that he was going to be a top draft pick. So that was that was there in college. Yeah, that's not that's not a coasting. He he knew he was shutting it down. That wasn't anything like that. And I, that's sad because it speaks to your character as a player. And ideally, you want guys who like football. It's very very important to them. They'll do anything to participate. And so when you hear those kind of reports, it makes you makes you nervous. And and I know this um, when he was a freshman there. At South Carolina when he got there, he got a lot of the publicity because he was one of the first recruits, big time in-state recruits that Steve Spurrier landed. Spurrier always got buried. And I remember this from working there. A.J. Green went uh, uh, to a high school in Charleston. A.J. Green got a basketball scholarship from South Carolina, turned that down, and then went to Georgia, and we know what happened with A.J. Green. So a lot of people criticized Steve Spurrier for not being able to land recruits in his backyard. He ends up with Marcus Lattimore, which was a big get, and he ended up with Jadevian Clowney. Jadevian Clowney's first year there, he got a lot of the hype. It was Melvin Ingram was the best player on that defense, and it wasn't even close. Melvin Ingram was the guy. Melvin Ingram was awesome. And, and Melvin Ingram still is on. I just so it, it, it's it's interesting to see how this whole thing has played out. Um, they traded away Frank Clark. Would you say Frank Clark is a better player than Jadavian Clowney? Ooh, I would it, say Frank close. Yeah, a, a close enough to where it makes you wonder. All right, if you're Seattle, maybe they saw something in the preseason and realized we got to get a pass rush. And if that's the option that's there, that's the options that, that's there because. They made the move. Clowney's not signing a long-term extension, at least from what I've seen. And so here we are. Uh, Jadevian Clowney is now a Seattle Seahawks. So we see how it plays out. But interesting. Great scenario for the Seattle Seahawks to get a first-round pick at a third-round value. Uh, we'll see if they sign him long-term. But if not, one-year rental should serve them well as they continue to kind of rebrand themselves as a new version. Uh, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, we have another update 
on the situation in Dallas, potentially good news for the Cowboys. Find out what it is next here on Fox Sports Radio. He is Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can always check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Coming up 15 minutes from now here on FSR, you will hear the most perfect introduction to the college football season that's ever been done on national radio. All right, so that 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. We have got games all over the place in college football. Uh, Number 13, Washington is up big uh, at halftime on Eastern Washington. Alabama has got a two-touchdown lead over Duke. That game is uh, is in Atlanta. And by the way, good news, there's a Chick-fil-A inside that stadium because it's Saturday and not Sunday. That'll be open. So Good for uh, the people at Chick-fil-A, Penn State, all over uh, Idaho. And uh, we had a chance to catch up with Jenny Taft earlier. Ohio State had a big win. But Florida State gets upset. Um, That's going to be a topic of discussion throughout the course of the week. And then uh, Iowa State survived a Northern Iowa team uh, at home in triple overtime. So we are all over the place. And never mind the fact that – Bucky Brooks's South Carolina Gamecocks uh, have a 13-3 lead over North Carolina in the Battle of the Carolinas. It's so, early. Well, look, and here's the thing. Um, I did not know that I was grabbing a South Carolina shirt. <laughs> oh, you okay? did? And you being a North Carolina you know? alum, I didn't know I did. Oh, uh, I know. I, I just, you just dress in the dark. Uh, look, I just grab stuff. <laughs> I grab without without any inkling of color or I, anything. I mean, I, I, yeah, that's the thing. I just went on on vacation, and so uh, we, I can't afford the power bill, so it was dark out, and I just grabbed whatever was in the the oh, yeah. closet, whatever, and it just happened to be a South Carolina shirt. Just happened to be at the say. top of the closet. I don't know what to say, but but is it is South Carolina North Carolina that big of a rivalry? I don't think it is. I mean, is it, is it one of those rivalries that you look at, that you think about and go, oh, my God, uh, uh, the, these two schools hate each other. I just don't get that vibe at all. No, just when we play, like, you don't, I don't really think of South Carolina much beyond. Yeah, I know. And, and here's the thing um, with North Carolina. Bucky Brooks, in representing the state of North Carolina and being a Tar Heel legend, you guys do look down at your nose at South Carolina. I mean, a little. A little <laughs> I mean, it's looking at math. They're I mean, below. They're below you guys. They, 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 they are below <laughs> us in a few different ways. Um, uh, now, would you say that the barbecue is better in South Carolina though than North Carolina? I mm. mean, it's that's that's a tight race. Um, but what we do know this, what we do know is that uh, South Carolina has an early lead. But again, it is early and it's college football. Uh, we are in the second quarter there in Charlotte. I had a barbecue sandwich in mind right now. Like a little barbecue sandwich would be good with uh, a little, little I, coleslaw. Well, I, I tell you to go across the street to Whole, to Whole Foods, but they're probably $45 at that place. They have too much stuff in it. Like you, you, uh, you walk into Whole Foods and it's $20 to take a breath of air. Like it's, <laughs> I swear to God, it's, it is a rip off and a half there but um so we transition from uh college football quickly to the nfl and a report that came out uh bucky brooks from adam schefter earlier uh says uh quote here's the news dallas is wanted talks between the cowboys and running back zekiel elliott are intensifying with both sides um aiming to wrap up a new deal this weekend league sources tell espn so that is the latest, according to uh, Adam Schefter of ESPN, saying that the Dallas Cowboys and Zeke are looking to get a deal done. Um, 
Are you surprised that it got to this point, or was this pretty much the plan? They were going to push it as far as they could get, and then they were just going to go ahead and try and make a move regardless. Yeah, I felt like they were going to push that as far as they could get, then, then a deal would be made. Deadlines bring about deals, and the deadline certainly brought about a deal. They wanted to get them into camp by week one, so now it's getting tight. Uh, best, if they can do it, they can do it. Uh, best guess, what do you think the uh, the numbers look like? If you, had, if you had to take a guess, you know contracts, you know how this stuff works. What are we thinking, $13 million? Uh, Yeah, somewhere in there, because he's still trying to contend as you pay it like a linebacker, but solid linebacker. I, th- I think 13, 14, 14 and a half is about, about what I would do. Yeah, and then you've got the fact that you know, the season is coming up and you see some of the other movement around the league. Dak doesn't have a contract. They already paid Jalen Smith. Um, Jerry's been frustrated. They even tried to do the whole, look, uh, you can't really compare contracts between yours and Todd Gurley because Todd Gurley plays in California. Uh, There's a high state tax there. What if we work with the numbers here? And Zeke is obviously pushing back on that. So um, I think this is a big one because it felt like things were getting ugly there. It felt like Jerry was annoyed that this was taking as long as it's taking um and the fact that they are setting kind of a precedence if they cave and they end up paying zeke what he was asking for and what he wanted then i would think that that's not the best look in the world for the dallas cowboys and some of the other players coming up on deals no it's not the best look in the world they promised that they would make those guys within the top five at every position so that's significant yeah um Um, so i just how many? So here's the opening schedule for the Dallas Cowboys is as following, and and this was what I was trying to figure out throughout the course of the week. When do they absolutely have him? I think they can beat the Giants mm-hmm. without Zeke to start out the year. Think so? Huh? Yeah, I think they can beat the Giants. I think they can win on the road at Washington, and I think they can beat the Dolphins. But then you go at New Orleans, you get the Packers, and you're at the Jets with the Eagles right afterwards. So. I mean, the fact that Dallas is getting the deal done now, do you think it's Zeke trying to force the issue or it's Dallas maybe having some c- concerns about what the schedule looks like past these first couple of games? Yeah, you know, it's tough because if I'm, I'm them, I, I don't want to fall too far in a hole. Yeah. So that's the thing, and that's the thing I think that's in Jerry's mind. I don't want to fall in a hole because it's hard to dig yourself out of. You expend so much energy, you didn't get to playoffs, you don't have anything left. But they got to protect themselves, so they got to evaluate everything, evaluate the circumstances, and just see if the kid is a good fit. Are they a legitimate Super Bowl team in your mind, roster-wise, defense, uh, Dak, all of that, the coaching staff, everything there? Are they a legitimate Super Bowl team, the Dallas Cowboys in your mind, or is it still Philly's division, as a lot of people anticipate this year, bouncing back with a healthy Carson Wentz, and maybe Dallas slips into a wild card spot? Ooh. I mean, that a That'll work. Who's got a better roster, Philly or Dallas? I think it's closer than you think. I would say Philly, but I think it's pretty close. Yeah, I do too. Um, I just think there maybe is a significant difference at quarterback, but roster-wise, I think Dallas has done a good job. They've landed on some really good players, especially defensively. The offensive line is quality. Um, They get back uh, uh, Frederick this year, who was gone all of last year at center. I 
they're a really good team, and I wonder if Jerry is a little bit more motivated to get a deal done because I think he sees that the end is near on his career maybe, and he wants to try and get another Super Bowl. And you know he wants to get another one without Jimmy Johnson. Absolutely. He yeah. wants to even it up. Of course. So so I think that's maybe where the extra motivation comes in. Uh, update, uh, what is being called an upset by David Gascon, Wester, West Virginia uh, has a 2013 lead over James Madison. Uh, the mm. fact that that game is tight. Four and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. So we will keep you up to speed on all of that uh, as the show progresses here on Fox Sports Radio. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can always check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. If you wanted the perfect moment and the perfect introduction to the college football season, we have got it for you. The most absurd entrance ever heard on national radio. That's next here, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Uh, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. 
Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. It's the first full Saturday in college football. We have got everything you need to know from around the country here on FSR. He is Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can always check out this show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote Bucky Brooks welcome to the college football season my friend man I'm so excited to finally be in this moment it's it's awesome being able to look at multiple TVs four TVs in the studio yeah it's badass see games going it's badass and here's the thing if people complain about there not being because we've got Oregon and Auburn coming up later on that's the only top 25 head-to-head matchup that we have and I don't mind it at all Honestly, we haven't had football for a long ass time. I don't care if if they played, if everybody played a nobody, and it was uh, you know F uh, Division One versus uh, mm-hmm. Division Five. I couldn't care less, man. College football's back, and people that are complaining about this, they need to cut it out. Just embrace what we got. Yeah, some pe- some people like to play cupcakes. What's wrong with that? Some people like to play cupcakes at the beginning. And now look. Um, your North Carolina Tar Heels, they decided on a powerhouse uh, in the uh, in the first week of the season, those South Carolina Gamecocks, and so I give them credit for that. But don't you feel like did the preseason helped you get more prepared for seasons? And so if you're a coach and you open up the year and you are playing a soft team to start out the year, I, I just I'm, I'm, I don't think it's that bad of a decision. I think it's kind of smart. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's a way to allocate your resources, right? There's a, there's a way to get your guy the work that they need without putting them at unnecessary risk. I think joint practices and stuff yeah, like that, those, those things do that. Some scrimmages with a control whistle, they allow you to do that without having to go to full game action where you take everything to the ground. So I do believe that there is value in that. I also believe you can do training camp like a few weeks shorter than currently. But yeah. I believe you got to let guys practice. You got to practice. You got You have to – practice where you have to earn the right to kind of get away but yeah that's the screw thing is a little weird when, when did you feel the most prepared going into a season at what level because you're coaching high school football right now so you're seeing you know from when you played to now the limit on practice time what you can do what you can't do to get ready for a season you played division one college uh, college football you played in the nfl when did you feel the most prepared going into a season 99 with the kansas city chiefs what was it? What was different about 98, that? Ninety eight, actually ninety eight, with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Marty Schottenheimer is one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. Love Marty wins. but he did a great job of using things that helped him when he worked as a special ed teacher, and he he just always made it where it was very clear. The image was clear. The visions were clear. Expectations were outlined that you didn't have any excuse. And so, to me, I would like to kind of emulate and model some of those things to make sure that, hey, the effort is great, but you haven't done it exactly how we want it done. But we're going to keep it around. We're going to start, do all those other things. So it's about kind of coaching them through, and I think he does a good job of coaching his young guys through. Yeah, and uh, and and I can be honest with you, man. If I was an 18-year-old kid, 19-year-old kid, and I'm used to playing at the high school level, and they roll me out with no preseason game, and they say, all right, here you go, and I'm in front of 80 to 100,000 people, I'm freaking the F out. <laughs> oh, 
What are you getting out for? Because, I mean, Trust that's a, a hundred thousand people, and I'm on the road. Or like, I would, I would sort of lose it a little bit. I, I would get nervous. We talked to Jenny Taft earlier, who said some of the FAU players at Columbus were a little bit nervous. They were looking around, going, "This is a lot bigger than what we're used to. We play in front of like ten thousand people in uh, <laughs> uh, in in uh, at Florida Atlantic." So I just, I, I, I totally understand why you want to ramp up a certain level. And the other part of this is, you know this in college football, you lose one game, your season is compromised. I mean, your 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 goals for the season could be totally compromised. Yeah, you got to have it. Like, we're finding more teams realize and recognize that they need to have their main guys on both sides. Like, yeah. Whatever ab- the main guys are, yeah, like, they, they make a difference. 100%. Um, now, Florida State lost uh, to Boise State earlier. That one's an odd one. Willie Taggart's going to get a lot of criticism. Um, Florida State and that game got moved because of the hurricane. Uh, they moved it up. They moved it to Florida State, but that was still a home game against Boise State, and Florida State came up small, and uh, Willie Taggart loses that. So the heat will be on. Uh, Willie Taggart got a lot of criticism, much like Scott Frost got a little bit of criticism last year, although I don't think he got as much heat as Willie Taggart got. And uh, and so here we are. Florida State starts off the season 0-1. Uh, with the Willie Taggart era. Um, yeah, the, Will- the Willie Taggart thing is, is a little slow starting. But if they hang with him, he'll turn it around. I just don't know if he's going to get enough time. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like The, the expectations Don't worry about it, football. Willie. I got a spot for you. Yeah, hey, I got a spot for you. Yeah, Willie, uh, Granada Hills. Uh, Granada Hills is the spot uh, for uh, for Willie Taggart. Uh, Willie Taggart, what an addition to your staff Willie Taggart would be, huh? Mm. I mean, whose job would he take? Well, we don't want to air anybody out here mm. on, on the show. Uh, but, so we are uh, monitoring all that. Alabama at the half with Duke, uh, 14-3, the Crimson Tide with the lead. Uh, and then we are expecting to hear here from Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio host, who is a Northwestern alum. He is actually in attendance at Northwestern Stanford, which is scoreless, and I love it because I love defensive football. Scoreless as we approach uh, halftime there at Palo Alto, and Mike Harmon, who is wearing a fedora at that game, and we know that because he's been on camera multiple times wearing a fedora that looks to be about two sizes too big. But uh, that is all just a setup for what I think is maybe the greatest introduction to the college football season ever recorded on national radio. So here we'll set, set up the scene. Iowa Sam is our technical producer. Uh, he loves college football. He grew up on college football. He's an Iowa Hawkeye fan. Uh, he's trying to pass a mid 90 Steelers Jersey for a Hawkeye Jersey, which we aren't buying. And we'll throw that up on social media eventually. But uh, Iowa Sam Super excited about what was happening in college football. He almost saw his rival, Iowa State, lose to Northern Iowa, and he was really, really fired up. So we decided, all right, he's got something to say. We opened up his mic, and this happened about an hour ago. By the way, uh, let's go live to our May I Interject because it's college football, and this is the most energy he's had in seven years, Iowa Sam. <laughs> Sam? <coughs> Never heard of. Him. And, and we go to him, and we go to him, and the guy <laughs> passes a kidney stone on the air. <laughs> and he jags. Oh my oh god! He was yelling last what, night. What, yeah. what, are you, what are you, Doc Holiday? <laughs> hey, get off the mic, Lunger. Good smell god. Smells like someone. Yeah, down. it was Sam's voice. Sam, how do you, how do you, like, welcome in the season with something like that? What happened? Oh, I was at a loud bar last night, <laughs> yelling. And then we got, I sound like I've been smoking Marlboro Reds for the last 25 years. Oh, and I uh, just man. got a little, uh, little frog in my throat there. Uh, yeah, but I'm all tell, good now. A little frog? It sounded like one old, of those Game of Thrones dragons. Yeah, big old dragon. Yeah. Um, 
Say that as a drop. All right. So, uh, so that being said, so that is the uh, all the haps in college football. Now, um, it is cut down day for a lot of guys in the NFL, and it. I mean, guys are going to pick get picked up and move to practice squads and things like that. But talk about cut down day in the NFL, Bucky Brooks. Um, you spent a long time in the league. This seems to be a stressful day for a lot of guys, a heartbreaking day. Some guys, it's their last opportunity to really get a chance to play in the NFL and play this level of football. And so here we are, cut down day. Any pieces of advice for guys that are out there on the chopping block that are looking for work? Man, it's tough because everyone admires you for taking a chance, putting yourself out there, putting you, you like daring to be great in the arena. Um, however, it doesn't always work. And so what I always typically tell people, like, what have you learned? What has fo- football provided you? What it gave you a mess and, you know, gave you an opportunity to experience something that otherwise you wouldn't have been able to do. So for me, I think with cut down day, it's a moment of reflection. Like, man, it was so great to be able to like put on an NFL jersey and deliver my dreams in real time. And even though I didn't make it, I'm one of the handful of who got a legit opportunity to, because you're going to hear people criticize people that get cut. We saw Josh Dotson. We saw Ja'Kai Polite. We've seen some notable draft picks get cut. But trust me, they will talk to them. They will dismiss them and those things, but they will bring those same dudes back when they need them. So it's just a matter of how you carry yourself and how you react to the news that is very, very difficult for them to give you. That's why I say, man, I don't care if you played one down in the NFL you do something that 99% of the population can't do, just can't do. It's why I, I when, when you hear back from Twitter trolls who say, yeah, well, what do you know? You did this. Okay. Well, what did you do? You know what I mean? Like, like how many, how many uh, uh, kickoff returns did you have? How many tackles did you uh, make? How many game day rosters were you on? Like, I, it's just, it's such rarefied air. So although it, it may be difficult to look at, you know, in the moment you get cut, your heart is broken. Um, you think the dream may be over looking back on it. Did you find yourself growing more fond of your time in the NFL as opposed to when mm-hmm. you were in the heat of the moment? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I loved it. It's awesome. I must have grown. Like, I just loved it. I loved it more. Um, the other thing is difficult is, like, when you bounce around, you don't get a chance to really link into any one place. Like, Yeah, because you're always on the move. Always on the move. You don't get a chance to just be like, man, this is my squad. This is what I love. This is who I'm about. I'm riding out with this team. I don't have that same luxury because I never spent a ton of time. Green Bay is where I spent the most time, but I probably played the least, so it doesn't register Right. And I remember uh, having a conversation with Brady Quinn, who told me that he was never in a position because he had a foot injury and he suffered a foot injury um, in a game. I want to say against the Ravens, maybe it might have been the Bills if I'm mixing those two, mm-hmm. two up. But anyways, he suffered this foot injury and it was basically it was a Liz Frank. He didn't get surgery until about four or five months ago. Mm. And the reason he pushed off getting surgery is because he was never in a position as a player to be able to take that much time off to get surgery because mm. he, he he wasn't established in, a, in, in one place for long enough to feel like he was comfortable enough that they're going to stick by me while I go through the surgery. And that's the cutthroat part of the business. So to your point, if you don't feel like you actually, quote unquote, belong to a place and there's loyalty on that end, it's probably difficult for you to try and make the best decisions for your career because you're always always on somebody else's timeline you're always on somebody else's clock 
So I, I always uh, days mm-hmm. like this, I always feel bad for those guys. But I hope uh, you know they end up uh, uh, making it and uh, and getting picked up by somebody. There's a lot of really good players out there. So yeah, for sure. And the fact that the XFL is going to be around, I think that helps. Although it's a step down, I think it does give guys options to try and revitalize their career. Uh, Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, all right, so coming up next. We are going to hear from somebody who has taken over, without knowing it, an entire college football game, and you've seen a ton of him. Find out who we're talking about next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, We are hoping to catch up with uh, uh, a member of the Fox Sports Radio crew uh, who has hijacked an entire broadcast uh, at Stanford in Palo Alto. So we'll get to that here uh, as soon as as we can here on Fox Sports Radio. Now, there is a major debate that is taking place. Uh, If you go to at Fox Sports Radio on Twitter, that is at Fox Sports Radio on Twitter, the debate is... What jersey is our technical producer, Iowa Sam, wearing? And uh, he claims that it's an Iowa Hawkeye football jersey. <laughs> I claim that it is a 1990 Steelers jersey. Okay. It looks like the Kevin Green 1991 from the Steelers in the 90s. So you can vote on it. Simply like it for Hawkeye football or retweet it for the Steelers. I have made my vote and I have retweeted it. So. <laughs> That is a uh, so. All right. Uh, So let's go live. uh, But uh, we will get back to that here. But we have some breaking news. Uh, So for that, let's go to David Gaskin. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Guys, Houston Texans are doing all kinds of things today. Another trade just went down a couple seconds ago. Houston has acquired Laramie Tunsil. The Miami Ooh, Dolphins. That's according to Adam Shepard. Wow. In the process of finalizing that as we speak. Don't forget, earlier today, they acquired Carlos Hyde and they shipped off to Dave Young and Clowney to the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. Okay. And I'm also seeing that Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills are going to the Houston Texans. Mm. And uh, and I'm seeing, uh, according to Ian Rappaport, that it is a package of picks, including a first rounder. Wow. Mm. Look, Laramie Tunsil is one of the better left tackles in the league, correct, Bucky? Am absolutely, I, I just, absolutely. This is a bit of a surprise. That's a monster there, trade. There were some reports that there would be a mutiny yeah. in Miami if they traded him. So I can't wait to see what kind of locker room uh, awaits Brian Flores. <laughs> look, look, that you can say what you want about Jadevian Clowney, and, and as you pointed out um, last hour here on Fox Sports Radio, a little bit more flash than substance. Um, yeah, for sure. Big plays, but not the consistent plays. And this one, though, I think kind of changes things for the Houston Texans. I mean, people were scratching their head at some of what they were doing. Um, they don't have a GM. Um, Bill O'Brien, uh, I guess, tried to uh, they tried to hire some GM, but it was at a Patriots <laughs> ring party or something. It was very, very bizarre. Um, I think this is a big enough move that that could have a major impact on that division because now you've got real legitimate protection for Deshaun Watson, a guy who they don't want to go down the Andrew Luck path and and get him killed. They don't want to get him hurt and banged up, and he doesn't have the frame that an Andrew Luck does. I think this is a major move for the Houston Texans, and I think this is a move indicating that they think they're closer than some people would think, and they're going to try and make a run at this thing. Uh, Or it's a move done by a novice 
general manager and Bill O'Brien, who doesn't know what he's doing <laughs> and doesn't know how to manipulate markets and those things. But <laughs> one way or the other, he's either going to be viewed as a crazy man or a genius. Okay. And so we'll have to wait and see what, what, what comes out. Are they better now than before the trade for Laramie Tunsil? I mean, they're absolutely better now yeah. with uh, Laramie Tunsil. Like, they got a legitimate franchise uh, left tackle. Here's my thing. They drafted two guys. In the, I mean, two two picks they used on tackles. One in the first round, one in the third round. So now Larry Mertensel comes up. He shows up. He's a starter. Yeah, 100%. So what about the other dudes? Um, Yeah, that is... God, that's a weird situation in Houston. I Because I mean, think about it like this. And it's why I, I was talking about this a little bit this weekend on Fox Sports Radio. Houston is, is in a bizarre spot because... They overpaid for a running back in Duke Johnson. Regardless of what anybody says, they overpaid for Duke Johnson. They gave up a lot. In fact, they gave up. If the Texans end up, I think it's if they make the playoffs, it'll be the most compensation for a running back since um, uh, uh, the, the kid from Alabama. The kid from Alabama, Trent, Trent, Trent Richardson. It'll be the most compensation for a running back in a trade since Trent Richardson. The way that that the kicker goes is it increases to a third round pick, I believe, if they make the playoffs. So they overpaid for a running back. Their other running back tore his ACL. No fault. No fault of their own. They've got maybe the best and least talked about wide receiver in the NFL in, Deshaun, in, uh, in Hopkins, who I think is absolutely fantastic. They haven't been able to keep the quarterback safe. And, oh, by the way, they don't have a general manager. So mm. it is a, it's a weird spot to be in. And people forget with the Houston Texans, let, let's be honest about what they were a year ago. Bill O'Brien's job was on the line. And Houston went on this long winning streak. And mm-hmm. the only reason that winning streak started is because Frank Reich inexplicably went for it on fourth down in overtime tied and gave Houston the ball back deep in Indianapolis territory. Yeah. And it was a gift win. And that started a winning streak. So I I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't matter how you get them. I, I guess, but I just don't know what the hell this team is. I have no idea what the plan is there. It doesn't seem like it makes any sense. No, it doesn't. But, you know. Who was it? A team? <laughs> and they talk about loving when a plan comes together. <laughs> I guess. B.A. Baracus. It, I mean, it's, it's just it's just different. I and 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 look, there's there's a flip side to this. Clearly, the Miami Dolphins have handed the reins to Brian Flores and said, Hey man, we trust you. Whatever you want to do. And and it feels like there's a complete culture change there because the Kenny Stills stuff was awkward. Uh the playing <laughs> playing the Jay-Z, which was felt like a, a trolling moment from Brian Flores, which was kind of funny. I mean, I mean the like, ultimate troll right there, right? I, I look, I'll i I'll I'll tell this story. Um a, a guy that I know, a friend of mine, more an acquaintance, but I'll call him a friend. His ex ended up dating after they broke up and divorced the lead singer for the band the counting crows Mm. and so for the rest of his time and for the last 15 to 20 years whenever he and my brothers are in the same bar (laughs) they they always request a song yeah absolutely they they all you'll hear just out of nowhere mr jones and me on the speakers and that's them trolling him because his ex was dating the lead singer for the Counting Crows. It kind of felt like that's what Brian Flores was doing when Kenny Stills gets back to practice and he plays eight Jay-Z songs in a row. So from a comedic standpoint, that's not a bad move by Brian Flores. He just felt, I think he was a little worn out with the topic. And so the fact that he traded away Kenny Stills and pa- 
packaged him in a deal with Laramie Tunsil tells me culture change. We're trying to get things right here, and yeah. it's a full fledged rebuild of Miami. No, yeah. no other way to slice yeah, all, it. All the way in. Oh, man. So that is a a, a big move. Uh, so again, uh, uh, according to uh, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, and others, the Dolphins are trading left tackle Laramie Tunsil and wide receiver Kenny Stills to the Texans in exchange for a package of picks, including a first-rounder. Again, that according to um, uh, Ian Rappaport, uh, Mike Garofolo, and Tom Pelissaro. So, um, wow. And that is a contingent on them passing fig- uh, um, physicals. So, uh, craziness in the NFL and in college football. All right, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, up next, we've got more chaos in the world of sports. Don't go anywhere. It's yours here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, open up your ears. And shut your mouths for the gas man, David Gascon. I uh, I was sitting in traffic yesterday for about uh, 90 minutes. Yeah. And uh, what typically I will do now is put on the uh, cell phone HBO app. I had to put on uh, True Detective. Did you? Yeah. Did you put on uh, the scene? I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> the scene. That's how. That's how he got the nickname uh, Gas Man. There's yeah. a scene in True Detective where he slaps one of the cops who comes in drunk, yeah. and um, in the morning time. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, McConaughey's name, his nickname in there, according to all the other guys at the station, is called the Tax Man because yeah. he walks around with this, um, with this like binder, and yeah. so he looks like a like he's doing taxes, and so as the guy walks away. Way, he tells him to go bleep off and then goes tax man and i don't know why i thought i just associated that with gas man but that's how the uh the story became uh it's a good scene <laughs> it's, it's a great show man it's a great, it's a great show I've, I've never looked at deer antlers the same again oh is my mic on sorry about that oh man <laughs> just to recap what jonas was talking about my mic was on sorry Dave. uh ian rapaport reporting along with adam schefter that houston texans have acquired left tackle laramie tunsell and wide receiver kenny stills in exchange for multiple draft picks that also includes their first round selection the draft picks have yet to be announced it's been a busy day for the houston texans as well because they have also acquired carlos hyde from the kansas city chiefs they've traded away guard martinez rankin and they have shipped off to davion clowning to the seattle Seahawks. The transaction will be done shortly. Seahawks will get him in exchange for a third round pick next year. Archivius Mingo and also linebacker Jacob Martin. So new toys for Deshaun Watson. 49ers have placed running back Jerick McKinnon on season ending injured reserve. He's done for the year. Jaguars did Miles Jack a solid. A 40 year extension for him worth $57 million. He gets 33 of that fully guaranteed. LaShawn McCoy needs a new house. Bills released him today. Saints released left tackle, excuse me, D-tackle Ziggy Hood. And the L.A. Chargers left tackle Russell Okung. He's being left on the reserve non-football injured list. He's got blood clots. He can't play for the first month and a half of the regular season. Meanwhile, in college football today, all kinds of things going on. First off, Alabama's not having any problems, just not scoring points right now. They lead Duke by a score of 14-3. to Earlier today, Ohio State beat down FAU 45 
21. Justin Fields had five total touchdowns in the affair. Iowa State survives at home. 21st-ranked Cyclones beat Northern Iowa in triple overtime, 29-26. to Nebraska didn't look right. Defense showed up, though. They beat South Alabama 35-21. to Boise State on the road upsets Florida State 36-31. to Kansas over Indiana State. Kentucky won a day. Ole Miss got beat at Memphis 15-10. Mississippi State beat Louisiana 38-28. And Stanford leads Northwestern and Mike Harmon. 7-0 with a couple seconds to go in the game's opening half. Back to Jonas Knox and Bucky Brooks in just 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know there's a crucial difference between a kick drum pedal and your car's accelerator pedal. Because at Farmers, we've seen and covered it. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And last but not least, do not forget, Granada Hills got beat by West Ranch 55 Oh, that's dirty pool, Bucky. Can you believe that? He just gave a high school football <laughs> score out on national radio. Oh, I'm okay. You. I'm okay with that. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, that is, that is a good motivating factor. Okay, so a little, little behind the scenes here. The reason Dave Gascon just gave the score to the Granada Hills game is because Bucky Brooks is the head coach of Granada Hills. And so Dave, Dave with a kick to the nuts. Nobody of, is safer. Uh, unbelievable. And especially Dave Gascon being a, a Denver Bronco ball washer. John Elway was the pride and joy Granada Hills. And he's going to slap Elway around like that. Unbelievable. You know, I, I will say this much. I did see Jack Del Rio last night. He was actually at the, uh, the one of the games I was covering. So it was his son coaches Santa Margarita. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Santa Margarita played last night. So. Um, Santa Margarita. All of a sudden, I'm thirsty. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know what it is about that Santa Margarita name. Uh, would they please look? Oh, I thought you meant the Cougars. Here's I, you just keep playing this song. I love this song. This if if you don't want to drink after hearing this song, then you're probably Mormon. Let me just put it that way. All right. I'm just gonna put or you're Amish. Can they? Can they drink margaritas? By the way, what the hell are you talking? Can they please get to halftime in this damn Stanford Northwestern game? Okay, the quarterback just got decapitated. That's why. Okay, so pick his head up off the field. Let's get to (laughs) halftime. We got a guest waiting, and we can't get to halftime. Jonas. My God, man, this is the problem. College football games take way too long. They take way too long. (laughs) When did this game start? Well, I guess it's not that long, but I kind of embellished that a little bit. But I'm telling you, this game's going to go four hours. Uh, and uh, Stanford is back on the board, a 10 nothing score. Uh, Stanford leading Northwestern 10 uh, nothing at halftime. Jonas, real quick, can I, can I give you an update on that Tunsil trade? Please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, now hold on. Let me – look, Dave, I know you're new to radio. Let me go ahead and set right, this segment time. up here. All right. First time, long time. Uh, Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports mm-hmm. Radio. Coming up 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we will have a live update from a man that has hijacked an entire broadcast during college football. That is coming up uh, – 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Dave, we do have an update. So if you missed it, the major trade that was announced, Laramie Tunsil, Kenny Stills are on their way from Miami to Houston, now members of the Texans. And we do have the compensation that has been included in return. What are the, what are the details? So the Houston Texans in exchange are going to ship off two first round picks and one second round pick to Miami. Woo! Those are the headlines so far. Mm. But according to Adam Schefter, there's more to come on this trade as well. Wow. Uh, Look, if I was every team in the NFL, 
<laughs> I'm hitting up Bill O'Brien for a trade. I swear to God. Like if I if I were like who who really needs a wide receiver? Who's a team? Uh, Bucky, think off the top of your head. Who's an NFL team that really needs a wide receiver? Outside of the Patriots. The Seahawks need one now. Okay. If I were the Seattle Seahawks and Pete Carroll, I would call up Bill O'Brien and I would say, all right, we want DeAndre Hopkins. Here's what we're willing to offer you. 20 bucks. What do you say? And I guarantee Bill O'Brien would take the deal. Because Bill O'Brien is dealing everybody and has no idea what he's doing. He's given up so he's now over he is he's now overpaid, if if you can even use that term with draft picks. He's now overpaid for a running back from the Browns. He's now given up a massive amount for a left tackle in Laramie Tunsil, um, who was last seen draft day smoking weed out of a gas mask. And so here the Houston Texans are wheeling and dealing. I'm I'm telling you right now, the Houston Texans are all in on this season. This is this is them telling you they believe this is the year they're going to make a deep run. And if the deep run doesn't happen this year, uh, Bill O'Brien's days might be numbered there with the Houston Texans. <laughs> this is, I mean, you can say what you want about Chip Kelly's movement when he was calling shots in Philadelphia. I just thought everybody would have learned that you don't let a, a coach mm-hmm. have this much power. But unfortunately, Bill O'Brien uh, out there wheeling and dealing. So maybe it'll work. Maybe it will. Yeah. I don't know. I'm uh, skeptical. <laughs> that's a lot, man. So two first-round picks and a second-rounder uh, for Laramie Tunsil. Man, that is a um, that is a crazy amount of money. Um, and so uh, Adam Schefter also saying teams are still finalizing trade terms now. Uh, Laramie Tunsil is going to the Texans. The two first-round picks and the one second-round pick is there. Um, but that, as David Gascon said, there is more to that story. So this is crazy. Um, just a, a busy day, man. We got college football. We got uh, we got NFL <clears throat> movement, cut day, trades, uh, all sorts of surprising moves like the Minnesota Vikings who traded a uh, fifth round pick for a kicker and then cut him. That's interesting. Weird, right? Yeah, that's very, uh, very interesting. So uh, so we will keep you up <laughs> to speed on all of that stuff here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right. So uh, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Up next, a man has hijacked an entire broadcast in college football. You will hear from that man. That's next here on FSR. I'd hug you, but you're not wearing pants. Oh! Sorry. Uh, Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can always listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. We are awaiting the arrival of a man who hijacked a broadcast in college football earlier today. Uh, update. Uh, would this be considered an upset? Uh, Tennessee is losing to Georgia State. Right oh, is that uh, Would that be considered an upset at home? That Tennessee? would be considered an upset for sure. Yeah. By the way, um, <laughs> if that goes down that way, uh, somebody check on um, the uh, well-being of Clay Travis uh, if that goes down that way. Because uh, something tells me uh, you'll go to Clay's house and you'll see written up on a wall above a beam uh, Brooks was here. Uh, if that happens uh, the way that it is going down. Georgia stayed up big on te- or up on Tennessee 21-17. Uh, so we will watch that. Bucky Brooks is fixated on his North Carolina Tar Heels who just are gave in. A big, just gave a big kickoff return. They're in, a, they're in a battle, man. Uh, South Carolina up 13-9. to That in the third quarter 
year. And then uh, obviously the uh, the the upset or near upset earlier, Iowa State surviving Northern Iowa in triple overtime. Uh, but Florida State loses to Boise State. So we are on Taggart watch. Um, so hopefully we will uh, uh, have the very latest and all of that stuff throughout the remainder of the show. Um, the details are in on the trade involving the Dolphins and the Texans. The Houston Texans have acquired Laramie Tunsil, the stud offensive tackle, Kenny Stills, in a fourth-round pick. In exchange, the Dolphins get two first-round picks, a second-round pick, a special teamer, and uh, offensive lineman Julian Davenport. So... There's a lot going on in that trade, and we will have all the latest, uh, some ramifications on that throughout the league coming up 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, uh, this is a man who reached in to the broadcast and stole the attention away from Stanford and Northwestern. You hear him here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, on the Jason Smith Show, uh, Mike Harmon, with Mike Harmon Monday through Friday. You hear him here on the weekends on Fox Sports Radio, and he is live from Palo Alto after having hijacked the first half there of the broadcast. Mike Harmon, uh, thanks for popping on. Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks with you. What's going on, boys? I, I got to realize I got a face for radio, if ever there was. And it's time to start, you know, doing Gilk's work. I got to show you some pictures from the Northwestern staff, though. But none of those guys wear sleeves. They're like you, Jonas. Hey, oh, yeah, they're all piped out, huh? The uh, Northwestern <laughs> guys? Oh, yeah, all the assistants jumping back and forth. I got a couple of great shots that'll just... I mean, they speak to you and your media. Oh, good. It, listen, there's no, there's no better way to go than a, than a tight T-shirt. Now, let me ask you this. Mike Harmon, um, you were seen on the broadcast. How many text messages did you get from people uh, that saw you and uh, recognized, hey, that's Mike Harmon in a fedora on the sideline uh, cheering for his Northwestern Wildcats? awful lot of family and friends that were tuned in. I didn't realize where we were sitting until my brother goes, yeah, just keep going down. I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden we're saying hi to Bruce Feldman and the guys on the broadcast. So, uh, fairly entertaining and, yeah, my fat head but the door really just said it all. I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm, I, I, if you haven't noticed, Bucky, I'm a little pasty. So the sun is not kind. That, that, is, that is okay. Well, look, <clears throat> Northwestern is always a team that appears to be uh, a tough out under Pat Fitzgerald. What is it about Pat Fitzgerald in this Northwestern program? How have they become so competitive for so long? Uh, when you look at the way, I mean, this is a game that's played exactly as I would have thought. A couple of big plays, defensive struggles, guys buy in. You know, they, they had the, the big recruit in Hunter Thompson gets the start. Unfortunately, his receiver falls down and you have the early interception. And you're calling running plays on first downs on every series. That's usually not a good formula for success. But, yeah, they buy in. I mean, you just watch everybody on the sideline kind of just rocking with the with the waves. It's, I wish the broadcast could capture that as it goes, as they're going up and down the sideline. They're all in one, and he's up and down, and patting everybody on the shoulder coming off. Man, been a bit of a cheerleader, but that's it. Get everybody to buy in and keep the program flowing. Now, Mike, let me ask you. Mike Harmon with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio host. He is at Stanford and Northwestern on Fox. They are at halftime with Stanford up 10 nothing, and Mike Harmon, a Northwestern uh, alum. So, and I'm just going to air some people out here because it's fun to do. Mm-hmm. David sure. Gascon 
came on the air, our national update anchor, and said that this would be an upset if Northwestern went on the road and beat Stanford. I totally disagree. Um, I, I think people get caught up in this preseason ranking stuff. I think Northwestern's a quality program, and I don't think Northwestern beating Stanford is that big of an upset. First of all, how offended are you by the comment from David Gascon? Secondly, how surprised are you by the comment from David Gascon? I'm not surprised at all. I've met David Gascon. I know that I know the man's character or lack thereof, and the way he tries to just, you know, go gaslighting all of us on the network. So that didn't surprise me at all. Are you kidding me? And if you go into the others receiving votes, I want to say Northwestern sitting at 28, 29, and originally you saw top 25s, but with all the question marks surrounding whether Green or Thompson, or yeah, Thompson, were going to be the uh, quarterback. Or Johnson, I should say. I got Hunter Thompson in my head for some reason now. But Hunter Johnson was going to be the quarterback. I don't know that they even knew until kickoff, fellas, the way they broke huddle. You saw T.J. Green kind of walked away from the rest of the squad. So that was a bit of an interesting moment from our perspective. But, yeah, as for Gaston, yeah, I mean, I would expect nothing less, and I'll wait for him to see it to my face, not when I'm safely several hundred miles away. Yeah, there you go. So you mentioned two quarterbacks, Hunter Johnson. Johnson and T.J. Green. T.J. Green is the son of Trent Green. How do those quarterbacks look? Well, with Johnson, I mean, they ran the ball on first down. He had the unfortunate interception, hit the receiver in the hands, but he was kind of falling to the ground. Seems like the, a couple of the Northwestern players, particularly the linebackers on defense, having issue with their footing. But with Johnson, a couple of throws, near misses, fairly conservative out of the gate with him. And then with Green, they come out and they throw first down. They try to get some tempo going here in the final three-plus minutes of the half. So you can just see there was a little more energy. With with Johnson, I mean, his best plays were a couple of quarterback carries using that big frame. So coming out the second half, we'll see if they can establish the tempo, get the ball first. But certainly uh, a lot of angst on the pass interference call from the Northwestern fans in the end zone. And then for Stanford fans, uh, I can't say for FCC compliance, what they were calling for on the <laughs> roughing call. Uh, now, hold on a second. Uh, by the way, we're f- finishing up here with Mike Harmon uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. He is at Stanford Northwestern in Palo Alto. Uh, I have a couple of quick questions. So you mentioned FCC rules and all that stuff. Are they bending the elbow uh, up there in Palo Alto? Are they getting after it, even though that's an academic school? See, that's the problem is you had to do it before the game. Uh, that's to a my knowledge, they do not sell inside the stadium. That's a bummer. And you had to be pretty creative walking through metal detectors and stuff. Okay. I did not expect such a pat down as I got to Stanford <laughs> yeah. Stadium. I'm not going to lie to you. So, that, uh, that seemed to, I've been to uh, far, quote, worse places where they just said, come on in. Yeah. And maybe that's what the difference is. Uh, thoughts and prayers to Mike Harmon's flask. <laughs> Mike Harmon's flask, which was taken at the security checkpoint as he walked into oh. the stadium. Uh, so we apologize. I think I can go back and walk and uh, finish it and then walk he, back he, in, though. He, here's, here's what I want to ask you, though, in all seriousness. Week one, we, we see this, and, and guys aren't maybe... Uh, you're going to see Rusty play in week one. I think it's just part of it. There's no preseason, and so you're going to see sloppy play, some turnovers, uncharacteristic. Trevor Lawrence didn't look all that great uh, week one opening up against Georgia Tech. I also wonder how in shape physically are these guys since they haven't really been in a game in months and months and months. Are you seeing a lot of guys going to the oxygen mask? Are you seeing a lot of guys that look a little fatigued? What's the sideline looking like? Yeah, from where we're at, we're at the 50 right behind the bench. 
A lot of get oxygen masks. You got the fans going. A lot of guys coming for water, checking out as quickly as they can. No matter if you can get the tempo going and keep them on the field, you can get some momentum. But where you've seen it really show up in terms of poor play, tackling has been abysmal in the secondary. One move and gone. Guys standing still as if they're in mud. So I, I'm curious to see whether it's just a clean issue, whether they need to make a couple of substitutions. Northwestern linebackers in space have been absolutely brutalized through the first half. He is Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio host. He is at Northwestern Stanford. You can get him on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. And if you see a guy on the sidelines with a fedora and a Northwestern shirt, that is Mike Harmon. Take a picture and send it over to him, at Swollen Dome. Harmy, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. I'm going to go raise some hell. There you go. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio host here uh, on FSR. Uh, yeah, he, he seems like he's a little annoyed with the Stanford crowd uh, <laughs> as uh, as his Northwestern Wildcats are trailing at the half. All right, Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Up next, more out of a blockbuster trade in the NFL here on FSR. I'm an ass, man. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. 
Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Man, that was so cruel what the NFL did. I mean, college football is trying to enjoy their first Saturday in the spotlight. And what does the NFL do? Here's five or six blockbuster trades as we steal the headlines away. So we will have all the latest from around the NFL coming up here in just a couple of moments. He is Bucky Brooks. I am Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can check out this show on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Bucky Brooks, hour three of the four-hour extravaganza, uh, college football everywhere. Um, You're stressed out a little bit because your North Carolina Tar Heels are trailing to South Carolina. Just but, them, we're just down by 11. But here's the thing. No need to fret. But here's the thing, man. I How... And I ask everybody this because I, I do think it's interesting. As a college football player, how long into the season before you felt like you were up to speed and ready to go. Because I, I swear to God, it's got to take time, right? It's it does take, take time. time. Yeah, it takes it takes a while. Uh, James Laurinaitis told me that he took him a couple of games. And that guy was an All-American. That it took him a couple of games. to, And that's why Tressel always scheduled Ohio teams like a Youngstown State or somebody like that at Ohio State because he realized it was going to take a little mm-hmm. bit of time to, to, to get up to speed. So this is kind of a difficult matchup for, I think, South Carolina and North Carolina to start off the season. So we will uh, hopefully things turn around uh, there for uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels as Bucky mm. Brooks um, is locked in on that. <laughs> I'm not all the way locked in, but I want to see my guys. We're down 11. Yeah. Uh, well, Alabama, I mean, look, they took on powerhouse Duke on a neutral field. Yeah. Alabama second ranked in the country up 35, three big time over, uh, over the Duke blue devils. Um, all right. So with all that going on in college football, and we will cab all the latest on that, the Houston Texans have thrown themselves into the center of the sports universe mm-hmm. on a Saturday with multiple trades. The first of which saw, and we'll go this, you know, in chronological order, the first of which saw Jadevian clown, traded away to the Seattle Seahawks in return for a third-round pick, uh, Barcavius Mingo, and then another linebacker. So just resetting what we discussed earlier, your thoughts on the move for Seattle and the decision to trade away Jadevian Clowney for the Houston Texans. Great move out of Seattle Seahawks. This is something that Pete Carroll does. Um, The negative kind of chatter that was associated with Clowney behind the scenes. Pete Carroll doesn't worry about that. Pete Carroll will find a way to get him going. He'll create a situation for him where he feels obligated to perform at a high level. And look, Clowney should love it, should thrive in that situation. Now, uh, Jadevian Clowney benefited from having a guy like J.J. Watt on the opposite side to have to put some pressure on. Do you think we see a step back in Clowney without having that additional help from a pass rushing standpoint? Uh, you know, maybe. Like the numbers are always going to be kind of single ditch. I mean, single digit or below. Like he's never going to be like in my mind. He's not a twelve or thirteen, fourteen sack guy. He's kind of eight and a half, nine, which is right at where his career best have been. What he is is a relentless, freakish athlete off the edge, always hunting, always going. You know, he he, he may not be. All things, 
that you look for, but he certainly checks off a lot of boxes, and that makes him I mean, really appealing. I don't think he's a Von Miller. I don't, he's not. He's not a Khalil Mack. He's not one of those guys. But, I mean, he's got. He's always had and been a really gifted guy. You can go back to some of his high school footage. Jadavian Clowney's high school highlight tape, um, which is on, I think, like Huddle or one of those sites that puts those together. Mm-hmm. It, he looks like a Yeti playing with garden gnomes. He is so much bigger mm. than everybody else. They uh, running back. He played every position. He was just a freak. But and you mentioned this earlier, that one hit and the helmet flying off in the Outback Bowl against Michigan mm-hmm. made his career. It's like, like it would be like if Zion had one dunk and everybody just said, "Oh, that's it. That's the play." Like Jadevian Clowney's career was made off a bowl game and a hit on a running back. It is the greatest hype video that we've ever seen. <laughs> when he knocked my man's helmet off and picked it up, he was Ichabob Crane. He um, oh. it changed the thing. Like everyone knew who Jadavion Clowney was. He was number one overall uh, recruit. Everyone was on him. Everyone wanted him. He stayed local. Went to South Carolina. Had a nice rookie year. Had that year. Oh, change. Sent him into the stratosphere because one, he was already a household name yep. in a way. Then you put it on TV. It was a New Year's then, Day bowl. I mean, I mean, it, then it, I mean, you couldn't ask for it better. I mean, it pops off. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was him. perfect. That was absolutely perfect. A- an absolute perfect hit. But I think the antenna should have been up the following year when he didn't have a great year. And right. He didn't play hard. He was lazy. Didn't take care of his ankles and all this other stuff. Like he just never appeared to be kind of like ready. And so even with. His success that he's had more so of recently, a lot of it's been by the mic. I mean, a little, a little work, but like it's, you know, it, it's just funny. It's just funny to watch like how we want to say like, man, this is going to be a great deal for them. But I don't know. This is really going to test Pete Carroll because like, he said, always said like, it's easier for me to teach than retrain yeah. somebody. So it's, I don't know, man. The, the, the Devin Clowney thing is very, very, Interesting. And, I, I just don't know. And look, Bill O'Brien, and there were some reports out there that Bill O'Brien was not crazy about Jadevian Clowney, was not a big fan. Um, there's been knocks on Clowney uh, just personality-wise that he's mm-hmm. sort of a me guy and he's going to— Very much so, that's what they said. Yeah, and, and so that stuff's been out there right, right or wrong. Those reports are out there, and there's a lot of people who buy into those reports. And so he's gone. Bill O'Brien uh, uh, you know, trades him away, and, uh, and, and you think, okay, the Houston Texans made a major move. And then the Houston Texans decided, you know what? We're not done here. It's a Saturday. Why don't we just go ahead and make a couple other moves? So the Houston Texans ended up trading away with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Houston Texans send or, or send away a fir- two first-round picks, a second-round pick, and a couple of other players to the Miami Dolphins for Laramie Tunsil, the all-world left tackle for the Dolphins, and wide receiver Kenny Stills, who's had himself an interesting offseason. So the Texans say bye to Clowney and say hello to Laramie Tunsil. I think it's a major upgrade for the offensive line. They've been trying to get a move like that done. Trent Williams was a guy they've been linked to, but Washington, for some reason, does not want to trade Trent Williams. So I think... He Houston did ultimately get better, even though they traded away a lot right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because the Texans just went all in and said, look, we're going to just go and oh, build yeah. it around yep. Deshaun Watson. We can go get him a left tackle. We can go and get him uh, a runner. We can go and get him a pass catcher. Kenny Stills is a really good get because their offense was so different with and without William Fuller. Will Fuller really changed 
um, how defenses defended Agreed. them, created yep. lanes for DeAndre Hopkins, did, did some really good things in terms of providing a big playability. Take him out, put Sun in. I mean, like you take him out, you begin to put those other pieces around him in, and I like the way this offense is a little more diverse, is a little more balanced. They can protect him. They're all in on this offense, but this offense should be lights out. That AFC South is the weirdest division in football. I what's mean, so, just what's so weird about? Okay. First of all, the Houston Texans don't have a GM, so Bill O'Brien's just wheeling and dealing like draft picks. Uh, like he's got you know thirty-eight a draft. Oh, here you go, take this. Everyone take a card. Everybody. So he's just spending and spending and spending, and he's got the power to do it. So the Texans are a weird situation. The Indianapolis Colts just had a guy retire, a franchise quarterback, and walk away about a week ago. So the te- so the Indianapolis Colts are looking around, going, okay. So I guess we're just doing this without Andrew. Luck. Did you boo? No, I didn't boo. You didn't. No, here, my, Did you give him the finger. No, no, not at all. Oh, okay. I, I'm okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. I think it's one of those situations where you can be okay with it either way. I understand why people support Andrew Luck's decision. He was broken. He looked like mentally he was completely shot. And from what I've heard, he didn't have a whole lot of faith physically that he was going to be able to come back. And I don't think he wanted to go through the rehab, and I don't think he wanted to go through all that because he dealt with a lot his early time in Indianapolis, and the injuries just seemed to happen every single year. And Jay Glazer pointed out, they couldn't figure out why his body wasn't responding to the treatment with the calf injury. They just couldn't figure it out. Like they, they were totally confused, which tells me his body wasn't responding because mentally I don't think he was all there. I, I think he had serious doubts about whether or not he could do it physically anymore. I think you, you kind of touched on something that may have been the bigger issue. He didn't trust the training staff. Oh, you think it – okay. And, like, think about it. Like, how many times has he had to deal with an injury? First it was this, then it was that, then it was this, then it was that. Yeah. Over and over and over again. And, and also, I think that's why – when they settled with him and he ended up getting to keep $24 million, I'm not going to go so far as to call it hush money. Okay. I'm not, I, I won't say that. I will not say uh, that it is, it is hush money. I will simply call it hush money. But I would say that, yeah, maybe the Indianapolis Colts felt like they did Andrew Luck wrong uh, from a training standpoint. And so they need, yeah, I mean, maybe they needed to take care of that. So the Colts, I think, are in, are in a weird spot. I like Jacoby Brissett a lot, but you can't ignore the fact that that's a step down from Andrew Luck at this point. They've got a good roster, but it feels like it's a step down from Andrew Luck. I mean, it's a step down for Andrew Luck for sure. However. They're not awful. No, no. However, the Andrew Luck thing. Do you know Andrew Luck's passer rating is sub 90 for as great as we talk about him? It's below 90. A little bit overhyped? I mean. Who's who's more overrated, Andrew Luck or Jadevian Clowney? Ooh. I would, say, I would say Clowney. Oh, yeah? By, Clowney. By, by how much of a margin? I mean, it's Not tight, that though. <laughs> probably, probably, the, the, probably the crust on, a, on, on white bread. <laughs> photo finish? <laughs> I mean, photo, photo finish of I the mean, derby? It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's very, very similar. Yeah. it. Um, look, and, and there's a lot to it. Like, if you did a blind resume test, um, Andrew Luck actually matches up pretty... I, I, and it's not identical, but it's pretty much kind of in the same ballpark as a Ryan Tannehill, as like a Ryan Tannehill, like an Andy Dalton. So 
and 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 look, maybe that's a lot to do with the fact that he has dealt with the injuries and all that. But just looking at that division, so the Colts are in a tough spot. Their quarterback walks away. The Houston Texans are wheeling and dealing all the way around uh, with the season approaching. The Jacksonville Jaguars just gave Miles Jack uh, big time money, and good for him. He got mm-hmm. paid. Um, but who knows? With Jacksonville, they think they found their quarterback, and so they're going to roll with him. And then Tennessee. I just do not buy that Mike Vrabel is 100% sold on Marcus Mariota. No, he's not. That's why Ryan Tannehill is there. And that's what Ryan Tannehill is. The over-under on that relationship is five. Yeah. I give him five games to kind of figure out if he can get it done. If he can't get it done after the fifth game, they're going to the bullpen. Because, look, Ryan, it's not like Ryan Tannehill took a bottom-of-the-barrel $600,000 contract to be quarterback. He got paid to be a factor. Mm-hmm. Like He got paid because they expect at some point they're going to have to turn over to him. So that's why that division just became that much more interesting with everything that's going on as a clear offensive pass interference on North Carolina as they get into the end zone. I mean, he pushed off, Bucky. That is just ridiculous. I didn't see it. Yeah, I mean, you saw a push? I mean, it's just like uh, it looked like Dalsam off Street whoop, Fighter. Whoop. Just, a, just a clear, clear. Uh, push off. Yeah, way to but, muscle them. Uh, but nonetheless, so the AFC South, it's it's bizarre movement all over the place. Um, but we will have uh, more on the Laramie Tunsil trade as more of the details continue to come out. Um, the expectation is that he is going to sign a long term deal in Houston, but they don't have that deal done yet. Interestingly, Jadevian Clowney is just signing the franchise tag, uh, his tender in Seattle. Um, he doesn't have a long-term deal worked out with the Seahawks. So, again, Pete Carroll saying, all right, we'll give you a year, see what you can do. And that's that's how we'll approach it. That's how they approach it. But just understand this. This is not the first time that the Seattle Seahawks have done something like this. A couple years ago, they did it with Sheldon Richardson. Mm-hmm. Sheldon Richardson, the expectation, like, hey, they'll keep him here on a year, then they'll sign him to a long-term deal. It didn't work out like that. Yeah. Jadavion Clowney, there's there's really no risk involved for what the price is. A third-round pick, a third-round pick is not counted on to be able to really impact your squad. So we gave up a third-round pick to get my man. So now it's about how can we get him into the mix. Now we got him into the mix. Let's get him going. Let's get him um, in a situation where he can do what he does really, really well. Rush the passer, play off the edge, be a relentless competitor, all those things fall in line with how Pete sees him. And Pete Carroll does a great job of, and people that have worked for him told me, he says, hey, Pete will tell you, hey, bring me all the athletes. I can figure the rest of the stuff out. And, and also, and so, Pete Carroll's the only defensive-minded head coach in that division. So he's going to have to go twice a year against guys who build their teams around offense. Uh, we have no idea what the hell Arizona is going to look like. So now he's got another player defensively that can get after the quarterback, hopefully, and make an impact going against all offensive-minded teams in that division. It's, so, it's still about the, it's about the defense and it's about the running game. That's what the Seattle Seahawks are built on. They're going to run the football relentlessly. They had more carries than any yep. other team in football. Now, we'll see if Baltimore had played a full season with Lamar Jackson. They probably would surpass that. But, look, their rush percentages was significant, and it's like that so they can help their defense. So they just have to be um, mindful of how he fits in. 
But I think it's a great deal for them, and I think it comes really at a low cost. Uh, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we've got great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. Up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we will ask a former NFL quarterback how he would feel with a major move made today in the NFL. Don't go anywhere. That's next on Fox Sports Radio. He is Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. You can always check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will go back into the gutter. Uh, this is a segment where somebody on the tro- show tries to get uh, Bucky and myself fired. <laughs> so we will have that for you here uh, a little over 10 minutes from now. Right now, though, he is a former NFL quarterback. He is an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and you hear him on SiriusXM. NFL Radio, Bruce Gradkowski joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Bruce, thanks so much, man. Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Uh, all right, so let's play. You want to do a little role play just to get things started? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, so here we go. You're Deshaun Watson, and I call you up and I say, "All right, I got good news and bad news." All right. The bad news is we just traded away Jadevian Clowney. The good news is we just got you Laramie Tunsil. You as a quarterback as Deshaun Watson, how are you feeling right now? Oh, I'm going out for a large piece of pizza tonight. I'm <laughs> celebrating a little bit. <laughs> hey, it's okay you get, gave away, you know, one of our stud defenders, but man, thank you. I'm sick of getting hit on the blind side and all these sack fumbles. This is awesome. So I think there's a little uh, a little excitement for the offensive side of the ball today. You know, Bruce, in, in thinking about their offense and, and what they've added, you, we can talk about Laramie Tunsil and how he'll upgrade the protection. But what about Kenny Stills? How does Kenny Stills impact that offense? Yeah, ex- exactly, Bucky. I think that just gives Deshaun Watson another weapon. I mean, the guy's so dynamic at the quarterback position. He can make plays inside, outside the pocket. And then to add a weapon like that, a receiver, I think that offense needed it. You know, I was great. So I grade all the the quarterbacks. I'm overseeing the quarterbacks for pro football focus. So I'm watching all these games. And, man, I'm just like, not again. Please, Houston. I cannot watch these sack fumbles, the turnovers in the pocket. And, look, it's not always on the offensive line. Buck, you understand that. You watch a ton of film. Um, you know, these quarterbacks also have to understand how they're protected, where their hots are, and also not holding on the ball too long in the pocket and securing that. But I think today, huge upgrade, offensive line, and at the receiver position. So I think you have to be happy in Houston. Even though you did give away one of your studs, it'll be good for Seattle. But I think overall, I think that's a good move, especially Bill O'Brien being that offensive-minded coach. Uh, Bruce Gradkowski with us here on Fox Sports Radio, former NFL quarterback, uh, an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and you hear him on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Uh, Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here on FSR. Bruce, take us into what it's like. So as a quarterback, when you don't have faith in your offensive line and being able to protect you, when every time you take a a step back or you drop back, that there's a high likelihood you're going to get tagged, what's that like psychologically as a quarterback? Well, it's tough because your mechanics your mechanics go to crap because you start throwing off your back foot. 
not trusting yourself to be able to hitch up in the pocket. And also you try to really anticipate throws and get the ball out of your hand quick. I mean, that happened to me in 2009 at Oakland. I just understood, and I was the type of guy, too, that I threw on you know timing and rhythm, and I had to get the ball on time anticipating. But you do that a little extra, and at times it could you know, cause turnovers. Um, you could you know, be too early to a route. And I think when, when you start getting hit as a quarterback, you tend to not trust, your, trust the guys up front, and those things come into factor, you know. And then you'll watch quarterbacks start throwing off their back leg, dropping their elbow, start, you know, slinging his sidearm. And those are all just, you know, things you can't have. Can't have. You know, I think about the quarterbacks, there are a lot of excitement about rookie quarterbacks, and I can't let you go without talking about Daniel Jones and what you saw from him in the preseason. Yeah, I was impressed. Look, I, I liked him coming out of Duke. I watched these guys, and I watched their pro days and, and combines, and then, you know, then you're watching their film from college. And I knew he was a guy that was tough, could stand in the pocket. I was concerned a little bit maybe about arm strength downfield and, and also, you know, the accuracy at, at times. But you could tell guys that can operate an NFL system. I saw from Daniel Jones. I see from Ryan Finley. And I saw from Jared Stidham. And I think those three guys really have impressed during the preseason. And, and not only impressed, but they proved that, if something happens, they're capable and able to come in and run your offense. And I think that's why we see the moves New England made. They had the confidence um, to stick with Stidham as a backup. I mean, Stidham, through this preseason for pro football focus, five big-time throws. Uh, the other thing I look at, too, five uh, turnover-worthy plays as well. And those are the things as young rookies, I want to see you protecting the football. You know, and I don't want to see you th- throwing it, putting it harm's way. But I think those guys – like Daniel Jones would talk about is just he's operating the offense. And a lot of times you think um, that you have to make the splash plays, but a lot of times just execute the offense. Take what the defense gives you. Have your your footwork matching up with the, the, the routes and the timing and the rhythm. And I think Daniel Jones did that very well this preseason. Uh, Bruce Gradkowski joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, former NFL quarterback and an analyst for Pro Football Focus, uh, joining myself, Jonas Knox, and Bucky Brooks here on FSR. So I don't want to take you down Hot Take Alley. Uh, that's what a lot of people like to do. No, take him down Hot Take Alley. I can't do that. Take him down Hot Take Alley. He wants to come. Let me just say, I like Bruce so much. I had him. He was he was on a show that I hosted one time, and I said, we got to get that guy back on again. He's fantastic. But here's what I want to know. Jared Stidham, and you mentioned it, Ryan Finley, who's looked really good in Cincinnati, backing up Andy Dalton there for the time being and Jared Stidham getting a lot of work and a lot of works with with the ones guys on the first team in that final preseason game for the Patriots from what you've seen could we potentially be looking at the successor for Tom Brady in New England you know that's tough I mean that's tough to to, to kind of put that on his shoulders right now I think he's capable of what they're looking for in New England you know, a, a guy that they could develop, you know, give him a few years. I mean, he's not ready right now. I mean, yes, he can execute your offense, but I saw it at times in the preseason, too. If he starts getting hit, he tends to be a tad late on throws, which makes him, you know, may, maybe miss a little uh, inside to the receiver or whatnot. You know, and, and I was even – I would have loved the pit to see the Patriots keep Hoyer – let the pressure off Stidham for the year truly sit back and learn from veterans like Hoyer and Tom Brady. 
But, I mean, look, I think he's a capable guy that could get the job done. We've seen he had success early in Auburn, and then last year wasn't, you know, the greatest of numbers and stuff. But I think he's a capable guy that could get the job done, especially in the right system. And I think the Patriots do it better than a lot of teams. They're going to have their guys prepared. They're detailed. And as a quarterback, you want a detailed offense, and I think that's what they have. You know, in, in, in thinking about another one of the young guys, I can't let you go with the small small guy, Kyler Murray. What have you seen from yeah. Kyler Murray? How do you expect this to look? Because they've said we haven't seen their offense yet, but what have you seen from him just watching him throw the rock? I mean, I love the way he plays. I mean, we haven't seen a guy like him, if ever, the way he can run the football, make his dynamic plays, you know, be that athletic, but also be such a good, pure passer. I mean, the guy is accurate he could sling that football like any good passer from the pocket and that's what I look at at these quarterbacks at the end of the day you have to be able to make plays from within the pocket those third and eight third and four to five you have to move the chains and I think Kyler Murray can do that now it's going to be how Cliff Kingsbury sets that offense up and you know having the right pieces around him he'll go through some growing pains but I'm anxious to see that and also Kyler Murray has to trust his athleticism, but also understand you're not always going to be able to run around the defense. I know he's played faster than a lot of guys out there, but they'll string him out to the sideline like I saw a few times in the preseason, and you end up getting three, three yards. I mean, so it's not college anymore. So he's going to have to understand how to, how to run, when to run, and make his plays. But I really think um, he's going to be one of those guys that's going to be fun to watch this year. And I think, too, you know, Russell Wilson opened the door for smaller quarterbacks like Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray, depending on his success, we could see guys coming out next year, this guy Mason Fine, that you'll hear a lot about. I mean, he's a small dude, but he can make plays. Yeah. Uh, he could be, you know, a quarterback that scouts look at if, if Kyler Murray does well. Uh, last one for Bruce Gragkowski, uh, former NFL quarterback and also an analyst for Pro Football Focus here on Fox Sports Radio. Um so you mentioned the guys that you were impressed by, Ryan Finley, Jared Stidham, Daniel Jones. Who are you concerned about in watching them play in the preseason so far? Um, you know, Drew Locke initially. I think Drew Locke has some ways to go with just understanding how he's protected um, and where to go with the football. And it's the timing and the footwork to match up because of there's so much that goes through quarterback's mind before you even break the huddle. I mean, you're getting the personnel group in. You're making sure there's not 12 men in the huddle. You're getting a call from the coach. you got to reiterate in the huddle, the shifts, the motions, the stop counts. Break the huddle, see what the defense is doing, the play clock, where's those safeties aligned, how am I protected, and then where's my progression start? And now you have to think about footwork. That stuff has to be automatic, and I think he has some ways to go footwork-wise. And when you when you have to overthink things or think too much, you're just going to play slow. So I think Locke's the type of guy. He's just it's going to be great for him to learn behind Flacco. I think they got some good coaches in Denver for him to learn from, and he's got all the ability to do it. 
but I just think he has a little more time to go uh, than we all think. Now, ability-wise, he has it. But like I said, all those other things, it's going to take some time. Uh, you can get him on Twitter at bgradkowski5. It is Bruce Gradkowski, former NFL quarterback and analyst for Pro Football Focus. And you hear his work on Sirius XM NFL Radio. He's a fantastic follow. Always good information, breaking down the quarterback play throughout the league for Pro Football Focus. Bruce, thanks so much, man. We're looking forward to doing it again. Yeah, thanks, guys. And I really enjoy your show. Bucky, you always do a great job. I watch your stuff on NFL Network, so you guys keep up the good work as well. Thanks, Bruce. We appreciate it, man. He's a good dude. He really broke it down. I've heard... I, I, I heard that about Jared Stidham, that he's looked really good, that maybe it was a product of better coaching in New England than what he had at the college level, which is why he disappointed. And Ryan Finley in Cincinnati, I heard, has played really, really well in the preseason. He has played really well. And the thing about Ryan Finley and the advantage, like what we're seeing with, with the quarterbacks, the longer you stay in college, the more reps that you have, maybe the easier the transition can be for you when you go to the league. Uh, when you think about Ryan Finley, Ryan Finley played five, six t- fixed years in college, so when he goes to the transition, he has kind of had his, his his graduate degree in college football or whatever, so it worked out for him. And then with Jared Stidham, Jared Stidham is a little combination of this was a dude, this was a guy that was kind of seen as an elite quarterback yep. prospect at Baylor, yep. had success at Baylor, goes to Auburn, and for whatever reason, it didn't work the way that we thought it would work with Gus Malzahn. He gets to the Patriots system, and he just looks like a pro, just kind of managing the situation. But we've seen them do this before. They did it with Jimmy G. They did it with Jer- Jacoby Brissett. The Patriots have a way of kind of protecting their quarterback and setting them up for success. Now, I know you being a North Carolina Tar Heel, this might be kind of difficult for you, uh, but uh, NC State can churn out some quarterbacks, huh? Uh, I mean, they do a great job of just kind of getting retreads and throwing them out. But remember, like, Finley started at Boise before he goes to yeah. NC State. I mean, Russell Wilson was kind of thrown out of state Jaco- in favor of Mike Glennon. Jacoby Brissett was, uh, was a transfer, a, from, a transfer Florida. from Florida. Yeah, um, they're, they're great. Philip they're Rivers. They're a great refuge. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, you. I you mean, know. they're kind of like Gascon. They 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 dig off the scraps. <laughs> Okay, the I mean, scraps. Like, that's what know, they do. Like, I mean, I thought it was going well. I thought there was going to be a legitimate compliment to North Carolina State, and then you had to just, I did yeah, compliment I, them. Okay, they do I'm a great just, job with the scraps. I'm just, I, I was, that's what they do. <laughs> I was impressed. I mean, Man, you know, I'm amazed. You, you being a North Carolina Tar Heel, by the way, North Carolina up on South Carolina now, 24 to 20. I don't like the way you, I don't like the way you say that in your voice because you're saying it like you're shocked. Uh, I mean, uh, South Carolina looked pretty oh. good, uh, but uh, Gag City, way to step up into the... Oh, my God. This is so yeah. frustrating. This is so frustrating. All right. Uh, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. We have got a segment in which uh, a member of this show tries to get us in trouble or at least fired here on Fox Sports Radio. That'll be coming up next. Uh, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, say hello to the gas bad, David Gascon. <sighs> Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Tom Brokaw, uh, who's on the updates here today at FSR? Tom Brokaw. That's Commander David Gascon. <laughs> you know, the National Football League issues those injury reports every week. I, I, for the record, you have a technical director that was dying earlier today. Oh, yeah. I yeah, Sam. Sam. Yeah, he, uh, he's a lunger. Yeah, and your executive producer, Lee DeLapp, um, he needs some wake-up juice. He needs some coffee. 
Oh, he did? Yeah, he needs some coffee. Did he? Did he, have, he had a late night? I don't know. Lee, Lee and I was Sam. Lee, did you go drinking last night? You have a late night? I, I might have gone to a concert. Oh. I might have. Oh. Uh, smells like someone died. It does. Uh, it, it might be Lee's relationship. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> like, when I ask, whenever I go out with Lee, I'm like, hey, do you want a cocktail? He's like, yeah, add beer, liquor, champagne, yeah. wine, sake, like whatever the hell. Yeah. The, uh, you know what Lee's mouthwash is? Jack Daniels. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> so that ought to tell you what we're working with here at Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, exactly. Broadcast professionals. It's all good, man. At yeah. least he's up and away and functional right uh, now. By the way, they're showing a South Carolina fan on TV oh. as, uh, as they are slowly but surely gagging this one away to North Carolina. They're not gagging. It looks like... <laughs> it, it lo- well, they had the lead. I mean, they had the lead and they were, uh, you know... But I get you know cheating tactics. Mac Brown uh, and and, uh, oh, and, and his sneaky tactics oh. there in North Carolina. They're back, guys. We might have a uh, a, Jonas. a Fox Sports Radio host that could be uh, in some trouble here in the next couple of minutes. Ooh, who's that? Ooh. Georgia State is leading right now at Tennessee, thirty-five mm. twenty-three. Uh oh. Balls right now in a world of trouble right now. Um, they have the football at their 24-yard line. Can somebody look? I didn't see the betting line on this, but can somebody look and see what the the betting line on Tennessee-Georgia State was? Uh, yeah, to find it's, out. it opened up at 25-and-a-half for oh Tennessee. It dropped a point. Uh, the betting public actually took Georgia State. 51% were on the spread in that ball game. Oh, and and Sam, is that, let's go live to our what was the record of Georgia State last year insider, Iowa Sam, uh, for the latest. Sam? 2-10. Oh. and ten. This is a brand new program, Georgia State, that yeah. got started by it was a, a pretty famous coach. I can't remember his name. But Bill Curry. Bill, yes, that's correct. Bill Curry. I believe, Center it, was for Bill, the I believe it was Bill Curry started that's this. That's the one. This Very good guy. Like who? You know, I don't – like, we talk a lot throughout the year. Obviously, we work four, five, six days a week here at the network. I have never seen that guy in that ugly jersey. Iowa Sam, yeah. I have never <laughs> seen that guy talk as much as he has today. He's great. He's a man. He's, like, what he's the a hell? What, what, man, hey, Gascon, other people can talk. Like, you just no, don't No, but have, he just doesn't talk. Like, like he is anti-social. He is anti-hospitable. What? Like, doesn't talk to anybody Whoa. here at the network. Everybody's man, gotta, what happened to Gascon last know, night? I'm just, Did I, Gascon have a breakup? No. Was there a breakup? I'm just shocked hey, don't, because don't it's a brand us. new Iowa Sam. <laughs> hey, hey, Dave, Dave, blame Bumble, not us. <laughs> this is college football us. starts. Hey, if you need some help, I can help you. With, I can update your profile page. <laughs> I, I need some help. I can, I, can give you, I can give you some stuff. A, a friend in need is a friend oh, indeed. Hey, <laughs> Dave, Dave, you get in here during the break. <laughs> I got to live vicariously. <laughs> college football starts. It, it lights my fuse, man. It does. Yeah, it, I love it. It looks like it. Yeah. It's good to see, Iowa. You got some color in your face it now. It does light his fuse. He hasn't been able to stand up all day. Well, so is my uh, mic on? Uh, wow. Guys, <laughs> number two, Alabama's beating Duke uh, right now, 42-3. to Penn State mopping up Idaho, 72-7. to uh, Air Force just went final. They beat Colgate. Navy won today. They beat, or they're beating Holy Cross, 45-7. to As you guys mentioned, South Carolina is trailing at North Carolina. Tar Heels up by 4, 24-20. And Stanford right now on Big Boy Fox, they lead Northwestern by a score of 10 to nothing. Meanwhile, of course, in the National Football League, a couple things that you guys have mentioned. Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills making their way from Miami to the Houston Texans. Texans, in return, have shipped off two first-round picks and also one second-round pick. No word yet on the dates of those picks. I don't know if they're 2020 just yet or 2021. 
Texans also acquired running back Carlos Hyde from the Kansas City Chiefs via trade, and they've shipped off Jadavion Clowney to the Seattle Seahawks in exchange for two players and also a third-round pick in 2020. Back to Jonas Knox and Bucky Brooks in just 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know there's a crucial difference between a kick drum pedal and your car's accelerator pedal. Because at Farmers, we've seen and covered it. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchange and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And it's just different with Iowa Sam. Usually he's happy with like a Paps beer in his hand and a yeah. slingshot. But today it's just like... The, the PBR? Yeah, new year, new me, <laughs> Iowa what Sam. What am I, Dennis the Menace? I carry around a slingshot? <laughs> What's wrong everybody, with that? <laughs> everybody. By the way, can I tell you a quick story about slingshots? I got it. I, why do I? Those are fun. All right. I wish I had a slingshot. Okay. <laughs> I was in, I was in uh, by the way, Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here, Fox Sports Radio. We're going to get back to sports in a second, I swear to God. But I was in Ensenada, Mexico on a cruise. And what ends up happening is you, you get off um, at whatever city you're at, the port, and you go down to the downtown area. So I'm there sitting with a buddy of mine in uh, Ensenada, Mexico and the vendors come around they try and sell you stuff and so we might have been like four or five buckets of beers in and uh, you just start buying things you don't really want and I remember coming back from the bathroom and seeing him kind of not arguing but haggling somebody over something and he ended up uh, you know bragging about when he came back like hey check this out I got him they started they wanted like 12 bucks I got him all the way down to four I'm all what'd you buy he goes a slingshot I'm all why he goes I don't know just for whatever reason wanted a slingshot never used it never ever used once so to iowa sam's uh point that he tried to make that those are great that those are great i uh, the slingshots are great they're not that great they're not worth four bucks in ensenada mexico I can it would tell pile you up in my room probably yeah, probably yeah. uh next to the beer cans all right uh jonas Knox, bucky brooks here on fsr from the geico fox sports radio studios up next uh someone's going to try and get us fired but being professionals like we are we are not going to let that happen that's next here on fsr Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Sorry about that. Because at Farmers, we've seen and covered it. We are Farmers. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. News. He only finds the best stories. I got a news flash. It's in the gutter with David Gagan. All right, gas man. As Alabama, as Alabama finishes off Duke and North Carolina and South Carolina are down to the wire. David Gascon is here with a little something called in the gutter with Gascon. What do you got, Dave? You guys ever seen that movie called Roadhouse? Yeah, with Patrick Swayze, of course. Dalton from Roadhouse. Yeah, yeah. Bucky. Yeah, I've seen it. All yeah. right. You guys ever been involved in a bar fight or seen a bar fight live? Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. What city? Uh, I don't know. What, what cities have I drank in? <laughs> there's, there's fights all the time. There's fights in uh, Thousand Oaks where I grew up. No, I, mean, I, mean like a, I mean like a legit bar fight, not something in the streets. Uh, yeah, legit bar fights. Yeah, there was uh, I saw one uh, not long ago. All right. I bring that up because of this. There's a uh, a bar patron in in a bar in St. Louis, Missouri, and this guy's named Tony. He was involved in a an altercation. What happened was a robber came in, and this patron actually was just ordering a drink, smoking a cigarette on his cell phone, and surveillance video actually obtained by Inside Edition shows the robber coming in and trying to rob everybody of their money and whatever personal belongings they have. Tony, 
Just sat there, sat there at the bar, sipping his drink and checking his iPhone while the robbery was going on. In fact, the robber came up to the gentleman, stuck his gun inside of his or into his hip, demanded the money. Guy just stepped back, continued to drink his drink and lit a cigarette while in the process of doing so. Oh, wow. See right there? That's a legendary status. And and let me guess, the guy just turned around and left the place, right? Yeah. Realizing, yeah, you know, that's probably the uh, not the street why I want to drive down with that guy. (laughs) That's pretty damn good. Right. Yeah, that's pretty good. And it's on surveillance video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's that good. Legends are made of. <laughs> lethal weapon type move right there. That's well done. Um, How desperate would you guys have to be to want to be a part of some Green Bay Packer history? Well, Bucky mm. Brooks used to be uh, a Green Bay Packer. So, right. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's desperation. Uh, and the insinuation, I think, is quite offensive, Dave. All right. Very offensive. Well, I bring that I bring that up because of this. There's a Packers diehard fan who's on a waiting list right now of 70,000 people. And he put up on a Craigslist post. He's looking to climb the ladder on that and get under the 1,000 mark. So what he did is he posted something on there and said, if you're currently on the waiting list and expect to be called sometime soon, I'd pay for your slot. He also added, if you're currently if you currently have tickets and you're a little bit older, I'd pay you to leave me in your will. We'll need to craft a new store to make it work to the Packers. They won't allow that. But he's also offered to change his last name to the seller's last name as well. <laughs> That's crazy. So that guy wants tickets that bad that he's willing to change his last name to go to a Packer games? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't love the Packers like that? I mean, Relax. I've never been to, to Lambeau Field. Have you sat in Lambeau Field, Bucky Brooks? I, I heard it's not, uncomfortable. I mean, it is kind of uncomfortable. Just like doing things, team events I've set up in. It's kind of tight. But it's no tighter than Fenway Stadium. The way they tell Fenway me, like, Park. yeah, yeah I mean, Fenway Park, you right there, knees all up in your chin. You gonna change your last name though? I mean, to to, to do something like that. I could that? see Gascon doing something like that. I would never do that, especially for the Packers. I could see, I could see, no I chance see in hell. Like, I was friend David Gascon. You imagine a Buc- Bucky Brooks. All of a sudden, you see his new Twitter handle, <laughs> and it's like a, a buddy, uh, Bucky Herkovitz or something like that. <laughs> like, hey, Bucky, what happened here? What, what did when, when did this at Bucky Goldstein? All of a sudden, I just. Changing your last name for tickets? Just watch the NFL Sunday ticket. You no, can watch all would, the games. I would change my last he, name for some tickets. In his third post, he even offered to I marry would. somebody and then divorce them after he got the tickets. Ooh, man, he's really going all out. Well, okay, let me desperate. tell you. All right, well, okay, I would do that. All right, I would do that. In You're fact, engaged. I would, I would choose to do that, uh, to be honest with you. All right, so uh, Jonas Knox, Bucky Brooks here, Fox Sports Radio. More out of a crazy finish in college football next year on FSR. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. It's pandemonium inside the studio here at Fox Sports Radio. Bucky Brooks, a North Carolina legend, is seeing his Tar Heels and the return of Mac Brown looking to get their first win of the season in game number one over South Carolina as North Carolina holding on to a 24-20 lead. Uh, we will have uh, all the latest on that and other ongoings throughout college football from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Bucky Brooks, your North Carolina Tar Heels, your former coach, Mac Brown, back with North Carolina, and they are looking to pull off a shocking upset over South Carolina. A little bit. I just didn't understand why. Why I didn't say why he didn't punt because they had a long punt return going against him. But now they did. They downed it on fourth down. The ball is probably on the plus forty-seven. Oh God, you're right. So there's a chance for a hail mary play or something tricky. I mean, they he wouldn't think about. Just punting the ball as no, far but, as he possibly like, could? Maybe. I mean, you could, they could have gotten that ball out of the end zone for a touchback. He, or maybe he could have. I thought he'd be throwing it. But it, it, it's down there, so then they're going to have to play some Hail Mary defense. Uh, so for people um, uh, that aren't watching the game, here's what happened. So North Carolina got the ball back on an interception uh, in the red zone. Uh, there was a return. They got the ball. They tried to run the clock down. On fourth down... They took a knee mm-hmm. um, inside their own territory at about the 45-ish yard line. So they basically have turned the ball back over to South Carolina, who's got 11 seconds left on the clock, and has the ball trailing by four. And the 50, but maybe they're banking on maybe they're banking on one. Bentley doesn't have the arm strength to get it into the end zone. 
Okay, but at the same time, he's got the arm strength to at least get, you know, 15, Kinda. 20 yards. Kind of. And there's 11 seconds left, and the clock is stopped on a first down. It's it's a little strange, a little the dicey. decision. A little dicey. Um, and we'll now, see how they approach it. And now South Carolina is trying to uh, – to, well, Sack, it doesn't matter. Game over. It doesn't matter. Over. It doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. Game over. Go score. Oh, Go score. Spike it. Spike it. Oh, my God. Spike it. That's terrible. Spike it. Wow. Spike it. Sack fumble. North Carolina has scored. Uh, somebody please check the betting line. <laughs> what was the betting line on uh, North Carolina, South Carolina? Because we could be looking at Bad Beat City uh, as North Carolina has scored 30. Or, no, what are they saying? You can't advance the ball. Was he down? Are they saying he was down? Yeah, this is... Yeah, so now they they have stopped play, but it looked like North Carolina returned that ball for a touchdown, and uh, now uh, Mac Brown is on the field, and they're going to say that it was uh, that twenty four twenty will be the final, um, and North Carolina has won in the return of Mac Brown, your former coach, Mac Brown, who's got the winning right. ways back in Chapel Hill. So big win for North Carolina. Big win, big win for them just in terms of man, they got beat down last year in terms of just their confidence, the morale, the energy around the program. So for coach Brown to come back and not only kind of restore the pride um in the football team but to get a win in his first game back uh speaks speaks volumes about who he is and what he is. But look, he's a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, I am not surprised. And so uh, the other game that we're keeping an eye on, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio host, joined us uh, earlier. Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio host, joined us earlier um, from Palo Alto in where uh, Northwestern is now on the board, trailing Stanford, 25th-ranked Stanford, 10-7 under eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter there. Some would call that an upset if if Northwestern were able to come back and win that game. I don't think it's that much of an upset, road game or not, week one. Look, week ones are weird in college football. It's bizarre. The play's not all that great. I was at um, the Hawaii-Arizona game last week. I don't know if you happened to watch that, Bucky Brooks. Mm, but, no, uh, but it was a fantastic game. Uh, Khalil Tate, everybody uh, doing their stuff. Yeah, Cole McDonald, though, a little reckless with the football. Uh, likes, to, uh, <laughs> you know, likes to throw across his body and get after a little bit. But the bigger point being... Miami and Florida was a sloppy game to start off the season. In those two games, you had 13 turnovers. So I think this is par for the course when it comes to college football that you're going to see some of this sloppy play early on in the season. Oh, for sure. Like The first game is always tough because we talked about it earlier. You don't have the luxury of having a preseason game. You don't have a scrimmage. You don't have anything where you really can assess your guys and put them in the right situations. And so all hell breaks loose the first time they have real contact and the like. And so... um, for all of these teams, you're trying to find your identity the first couple of weeks, and you hope that you can do it while still winning games. Yeah, and I think the uh, the big upset uh, that took place earlier, Georgia State on the road at Tennessee, 38-30 to over the Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, so Georgia State, who I, I don't even know what the hell their mascot is. Anybody want to take a guess as to what the – It's not an eagle. Let's go around the room. All right, we're going to go around the room Panther. here it's on a Panther. Fox Sports. Oh, damn it, Bucky Brooks. Damn. He, okay, he cheated. Bucky Brooks cheat. cheated. He, cheat. uh, he read off my sheet. Bucky, Bucky Brooks read off my paper. He cheated, man. But yeah, it is the Panthers. Congratulations on the Georgia State Panthers, a win over Tennessee. Um, Look, we talked about it earlier, but it bears repeating because I think there's going to be, not that they're unrealistic, but I just think there's going to be some criticism that's going to be a little bit over the top based on the fan base and everything going on. Willie Taggart. Um, The uh, Mm -hmm. Florida State Seminoles. 
They lose. And I know you being a North Carolina Tar Heel, you're devastated with that news, seeing North Carolina Devastated. Lose. Just uh, a crushing defeat for Bucky Brooks. But the North Carolina, uh, the uh, Florida State Seminoles lose to Boise State. Now, that game was moved because of the hurricane. So it they moved the start time up. And then they actually turned it into a game that was supposed to be on a neutral field in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm to a home game for Florida State and still they lose to Boise State um, a bad situation for Willie Taggart who enters into year two last year they struggled there uh, in Tallahassee they got off to the uh, um, a little bit of a slow start and then he lost three straight games late in the season and so Willie Taggart who had a five win season a year ago in Tallahassee starts off this season with in essence a home loss mm-hmm. to Boise State a hurricane or not, you know the uh, the calls are going to come. Oh, it's coming for Willie. Taggart. I mean, they're coming. I mean, they're coming. Like they expect <clears throat> you expect Florida State um, to continue to be the old Florida State, and so it's one of those things where he has to get him back on track, and he has to get him back on track quickly. And it, so um, you have to find the way. Like right now, it's dark though. Dark days right now at Florida State. Now here's the thing, Jimbo Fisher, who had great success at Florida State. Um, when he left, I just wonder whether or not Jimbo Fisher oh, sort knew. of saw what was happening. That, you, you know, man, you can look at your team and you can tell, you know, you can tell what you have, what and, you have available. And, and so when the opportunity presented itself for Jimbo Fisher to go to the SEC in Texas A&M and they rolled out that kind of cash for Jimbo Fisher, I, I to your point, I wonder if Jimbo Fisher looked around and said, all right, things are a little dicey here right now. It's a, I've always thought, it, like in the NFL, I've always thought this, and this is just one of my conspiracy <clears throat> theories that I've been holding on to for a couple of years, but I always thought it was a curious move for Gary Kubiak to step down in Denver because everyone mm. they can point to, well, Gary Kubiak had health issues, and he no doubt about it did. There were some scary moments with the Houston Texans, and I get all that. But um, Gary Kubiak is back in coaching. Like he's helping out he with the Minnesota. He needed a break. He needed a break. Okay. Break or not, I think he needed a little sabbatical. I think Gary Kubiak saw what they had at the quarterback position there and realized, oh boy, oh I'm out. It's Paxton Lynch. It's Trevor Simeon, and I think I'm not feeling all that well. So I'm going to go ahead and step down, which is why I think John Elway and him are on a little bit, from what I heard, bad terms because Elway feels like when Gary Kubiak wanted to get away, Elway got a little bothered by it and just sort of said, we'll see you this offseason and -hmm. took off. So that's I've heard that, that Gary Kubiak and John Elway maybe aren't on the greatest terms right now. Well, that's what I've heard. Probably, probably not. I mean, but, probably you know, not. I just so I, I think, you know, to your point, coaches. But they may not have been on great terms because Kubiak might have been in the office saying, hey, Case Keenum is a really good quarterback. I had him in Houston. Like, you should bring him in. <laughs> OK, that's like, fair. It might have been right. it might, it might have been bigger than that. Point. That, that no, is no, a fair I, point. Hey, I, I vouch for Case Keenum. Case Keenum can get us right back to where we want to go. All right. That's a fair point. Now, I want to ask you this. You being a player. Obviously, a uh, good good high school football player, uh, uh, Division One college football player, played in the NFL for a bunch of teams. Earliest into a season bef- before you knew, ooh, we're not very good. <laughs> like, because you have to be able to tell early in the season, oh, man, we are not very good at all. No, what you do is, like, you always try and keep it optimistic. Um, but there have been some times, <laughs> gosh, there have been some times coaching high school ball that you're like, ooh, man, we're going to need some things to go our way to be able to get some dubs. And, and years ago, it was, okay, it goes back to one, 
<laughs> one year I was coaching at Notre Dame, and we were we were not very at good. Notre Dame High School. Notre Dame High School in Sherman Oaks, California. California. And we weren't very good that year. And there was a game. It may have been the second or third game of the year where it's 40 seconds left in the game. We're down. We hit a receiver on an open drag route coming across the field, wide open. He is out and away from everybody. He's to the 40, the 30, the 20, the 15, the 10, and he dropped the ball. No! Like, when I tell you, when I tell you, he, he is untouched, clear, going in, he drops the ball, oh. and then it kicks it out of the back of the end oh zone. Oh, my God. For a touch, the winning touch. It was the it's the winning. When I tell you, there's no one around. I mean, no one around. He is going in, drops the ball, kicks it out the end zone. It's a touchback, and we lose by we lose by like five or six. Oh my! That's when I might have had an inkling. Oh yeah, we okay. we might not be we might not be free. There, there, okay, there, there's a couple of things I would have given anything to see the look on your face. I did anything to see the look on your face when that happened. Here's the other thing. That kid will never forget that for the rest of his life. Oh, my God, Cole. For, for the rest of his life, that will eat at him. If that was me, I, sw- <laughs> I would have I would have disappeared into the mountains with uh, with a uh, with a twelve gauge and a thirty pack and just figured out life. Like I, I that uh, is funny. But I it, don't know what I would have done. It's the same year that at the end of the year, all we had to do was win the game to go to the playoffs, and we're playing Crespi, our rival school, and there are five seconds left in the game. We're up by five points, and the only way we can lose is if they score a touchdown. So they don't throw a Hail Mary. What they do is they toss it to a running back. He laterals it. He tosses it back. (laughs) He comes all the way down the sideline. Oh, man. For the winning score. Death by a thousand cuts. And, it, and look, and you know how they come they come right, right past the salad, right past the salad, and you're just like, I cannot believe. I cannot believe <laughs> this is the way that we're oh, going. That is out. brutal, man. That's <laughs> look, I just I always think that you know what your surroundings are better. Like I think people know yes. deep down before yes. they actually speak out about it. Like I always oh, think Oh, you know. I, I always think like in, in anything that you know when you're sick and you know when you're really sick. Or yeah. you know when you're in a relationship that doesn't make sense and you got to get out of well before you actually make the decision. And I just wonder how many of these coaches right now around college football knew that this was probably how this weekend was going to go. I oh, mean, yeah, you know. I mean, I mean you know, come on. Sometimes, you know, you have a feeling. You may talk yourself, like, hey, well, <laughs> well, if we do this and we can get this, we can we can win, guys. If But sometimes, you know. Yeah, you that's know, uh, like, oh, that's terrible, man. I feel bad for that kid. I mean, did you console him afterwards? Yeah, or? Cole. Yeah, this man, this is early. It's like, it had to be like 2010, 2011. I mean, we were, we were, we were bad. I mean, I, I can, I'll say this. I, playing youth basketball this one time. So we were in the playoffs. We were up by four. And the coach told us as we went back onto the floor, whatever you do, they're going to try a three to get back into this. Don't foul. Do not foul. Don't foul. Whatever you do, do not foul the shooter. We don't want them to go on the line with a chance to tie the game. So, of course, what did I do? <laughs> I fouled, fouled the, the shooter. shooter. Of course. Hoard it right on the elbow. They call it. I was so mad and so upset that the guy went to the he, – he made the three, went to the free throw line to tie it. There was still time on the clock. He missed the free throw. 
I missed getting the rebound. It landed back into no. the arms of the shooter. He hit it. And I am to this day, I can't believe it. I threw him to the ground, oh. and they didn't call the foul, and he missed it, and we advanced in the playoffs. <laughs> I, I was I was willing to risk it all just based on the fact. I didn't I'm willing, care. To, at that I'm point, willing to risk it I, all I for I said, you. hey, screw it. At that point, I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm willing like, to risk I it all. I am not letting him make that shot. He can make the free throws, and they can kick me out of the game and off the team, but I'm not letting that guy make the shot, and for whatever reason they didn't call it so uh but man dropping a ball for for sure touchdown now was that the only touchdown that he was going to score in his career was he a good player he was a good player on that team did he ever score another touchdown Uh, he had to score okay we we didn't score many touchdowns that year but i think he had to score because if that that's like the leon let leon let for the rest of his life guys i don't think he ever scored a touchdown in the super bowl um he's for the rest of his life he's going to think about don Beebe. the only problem is this player on your team the don Beebe was himself yeah and and knocked the ball out and then kicked it out of the end zone that's terrible i feel i feel awful so unbelievable i also feel bad for the uh, betters who had the over in that game (laughs) Awful loss in uh, high school football. Uh, all right, so uh, he is Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, up next, we could have, could have a major development in the NFL following a news that came out regarding a big-time holdout. Find out who we're talking about next on Fox Sports Radio. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Coming up here in about 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we will get into the scraps, things from around the world of sports we have not had a chance to dive into. Uh, So that'll be coming up uh, 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. All sorts of happenings around college football, all the scores, all the highlights, all of that will be coming up here uh, in a few minutes with uh, David Gascon at the bottom of the hour. So make sure you stick around for that. Bucky Brooks excited. North Carolina is back. Mac Brown is back. And a big win come from behind fashion over the South Carolina Gamecocks. Really exciting. Yeah, I mean, you. Really exciting. Why didn't you wear any of your North Carolina gear? Because I was coming from practice, so I didn't get a chance to oh, okay. swing by. You still, have, you still have your North Carolina jersey? Yeah, I see. I have one from the Peach Bowl. Okay, does it does it fit better than whatever the hell Iowa Sam is wearing right now? That dress that he's wearing, uh, yeah, his Iowa Hawkeye jersey. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, it, it, I hope it looks better on me than it does on him. I hope. I hope if we did, who wore it better? I hope I would get. <laughs> I hope I would get the nod. Yeah. It, uh, if not, if not, then I need to go back over in that twenty four hour fitness and live there for uh, a few weeks. Now I will say this: uh, we on Fox Sports Radio. If you go to the Fox Sports Radio Twitter account, there is a major debate that is going on because I. Iowa Sam, who is a diehard Iowa Hawkeye fan, he swears that he is currently wearing an Iowa Hawkeye jersey. I call BS. I think it's a Steelers road jersey from the 1990s, and I think it's a Kevin Green jersey. So if you go to at Fox Sports Radio on Twitter, you can vote. You either like it for the Iowa Hawkeyes or you retweet it for the 1990 Steelers jersey. I have voted. I think it's a Steelers jersey, but make sure you get to at Fox Sports Radio on Twitter, at Fox Sports Radio, and take part in the vote. So as Iowa Sam continues to spew his lies here on Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) Hey, I got to go with what Eddie Garcia told me, all right? He told me it came from Kirk Ferentz, so I believe him. All right, whatever. And it's a very nice gift. By the way, how long has Kirk Ferentz been at Iowa? 
This is his 21st year. Jesus. He's the longest tenured coach in FBS right now. You know what? Let me tell you, that is actually the smart move. Because he was talked about as one of those guys that NFL teams were looking at. Because I think he was on Saban's Brown staff. When yeah, Saban was, on, was, was on, with the Browns. He was he was on Bill Belichick's Brown staff. Or, yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick's, but Saban was also on that staff. And there were other um, a lot of other coaches in the NFL that were also on that Brown staff. Yeah, Pat Hill on that staff, who coached for a long time at Fresno. Fresno State. I mean, look, man, that staff was a, a crucible. Yeah. I want to say you had Eric Mangini and Scott Pioli. I think so, yeah. All those guys were somewhere in young the building. Young guys, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Tom uh, Dimitrov. Savage. Dimitrov. Yeah, Dimitrov uh, yeah. uh, Savage was on that staff. Um, and so he always had, there was always reports that he was going to be one of those guys. Bob Stoops was another guy that, okay, when are they making the jump to the NFL? Yes. Kirk Ferentz said no and has stayed at Iowa, has made a gazillion dollars, um, probably has the nicest place in Iowa. Does he make the most money of anybody in the state, Sam? Oh yeah, hands down for a for a for a uh, public uh, f- you know figure for yeah. a, pu- a public figure. He's also has the fifth most wins in Big Ten history, well, which is pretty crazy. Well, yeah, because I think he averages five a year, but he's been there a thousand years. Yeah, there so you that, go. that always adds up. So he's Iowa's all time winningest yeah. coach too. Of course, yeah. <laughs> he said five um, a year. It's like <laughs> hey, they know, went nine and four last I year. Just, Come on, I'm just saying, you know, like that's that's the move. Um, but uh, but nonetheless, you can uh, be a part of that uh, that question that we have at Fox Sports Radio uh, on Twitter um, as we transition from college football to the NFL. A major move was made earlier. Uh, the Miami Dolphins and the Houston Texans completed a trade Laramie Tunsil on his way from Miami along with Kenny Stills to the Houston Texans uh, in exchange for a couple of first round picks and a second round pick and a couple of players um big move for the Houston Texans I think Deshaun Watson has got to be thrilled he's got a little bit of protection there and uh, this is a team who traded away Dwayne Brown they've been trying to find a replacement and Deshaun Watson I think should be pretty happy with Laramie Tunsil coming there to Houston yeah he should absolutely be ecstatic about Laramie Tonson coming over. I, what I don't understand is it's so hard to find quality left tackles in the league. I do not know why the Miami Dolphins would give up one that you drafted, developed, you got on a cheap deal because he was the 12th pick because of the gas mask incident. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't know why you would give that guy away. Yeah, can we please, uh, again, underline that one more time. <laughs> this guy fell in the draft because a video came out of him smoking weed out of a gas mask. You can't, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, <laughs> like, you can't I, make I just this think, stuff up. I just think it would be appropriate to add the Kawhi Leonard laugh after at the end of that video <laughs> and we can voice so. over the video yeah. when he comes out and he takes <laughs> and he takes the mask oh off. Oh my God. I like, feel like that would be appropriate. It is, because um, and I could just imagine if Kawhi Leonard laughed in a gas mask, it would sound like Bane from Batman. Like it, like that's that's what I imagine it would sound like. But uh, nonetheless, Laramie Tunsil, how many, I mean, how many tackles do you got ahead of Laramie Tunsil in the NFL? Any? Man, it's hard to find a, a better young tackle than him. I mean, he's look. He's as good real as deal. Get. Yeah, he, he's he's the real yeah. deal. And so yeah. it's it's a big upgrade for the Houston Texans. They traded away a lot. Jadevian Clowney is also on his way out of Houston. Uh, he's now with the Seattle Seahawks. So Houston looks like they're going for it. Um, they also may uh, picked up Carlos Hyde after the injury um, to a Lamar Miller. So. I, I think the plan is build around Deshaun Watson, um, try and get something done this year, and maybe they're taking the same approach that other teams have taken. You still got them on a rookie deal, mm-hmm. so figure it out on the rookie deal and try and get something done. Yeah, I think that's what you have to do. You, you control them. Uh, you're trying to figure out a way to 
kind of get, but he's going to get paid. Yeah, he's going to command a hefty payday. So. Um, the other one that's out there now there's reports from Adam Schefter that Ezekiel Elliott and the Cowboys are talking. They have are trying to get a deal done before the start of the season, try and get something done this weekend. The other piece of news that came out, Melvin Gordon, according to sources, the Chargers have uh, told Melvin Gordon and his representatives that they can now seek a trade. Um, first of all, what does that mean? <laughs> okay. What does that really mean? Not what it, it means he's really not in their plans beyond right. this year. Okay. And so how do you see this playing out? I think at some point he'll facilitate a trade because he's not going to sign for the money that uh, the, the Chargers are willing to put up. He believes his value is significantly greater. So he has to find a team that is willing to not only make the trade, but come up and meet the demands. Is he making a mistake? Is Melvin Gordon making a mistake? I understand he wants to get paid, but Melvin Gordon... What class of running backs would you put him in? Would you put him in a Le'Veon Bell, a Zeke Elliott? Because I don't think he's that type of player. No, I don't think he's that type of player. I think you put him a notch below that. And look, Devonta, last, Devonta Freeman territory. He, yeah, he's kind of he's kind of ended. I, I mean, the thing about he and Devonta Freeman, I would say he would rank maybe a little ahead of that. Melvin Gordon in the last two years is is the only running back to have at least ten scrimmage touchdowns in each of those seasons. Um, despite his injuries, he continues to be a guy that kind of anchors it. And I know everyone around L.A. will talk about Austin Eckler and Jarius Jackson and how those guys capably filled in, and they did. However, when he wasn't available, the numbers come down dramatically in terms of yards per rush, yards per attempt. All, all, all the significant analytic numbers come down. Melvin Gordon, for all of his flaws, Melvin Gordon is someone that defenses have to account for. And so we will see if they remove him and they just play with those guys, how they respond. It just makes life more challenging and difficult for Phillip Rivers as opposed to making it easy for him when he gets older. And now is there anything to maybe the L.A. Chargers look at this and say, all right, since you don't believe us that there's not really a market for you out there, so, go I'm ahead sure. and go, yeah, go test it and then come back to us. Come back. Yeah. No, no, one's going, no one's going to pay you. And, what what you want? And if so. he if he's if he's back by week ten, he gets the credited year. So I, I still I still don't think the door is shut on Melvin Gordon uh, being back with the Chargers. I mean, it could it could play out differently, but I just I don't think that that door is completely shut. All right, Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save fifteen percent or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to Geico.com or call eight hundred nine four seven Auto. The only hard part figuring out which way is easier. Up next, uh, we will get to some things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to yet. It is the scrap here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Tom Brokaw, who's on the updates? That's Commander David Gascon. There he is, the gas man. Well, no upset for the Cardinal and the Wildcats. You mentioned it just a couple minutes ago, Jonas, with North Carolina, South Carolina, the scoop and score. Stanford just got a freebie. They, a scoop and score oh, with about 30 seconds to go. Oh. Stanford leads Northwestern. Oh, what was the betting line? Uh, let's take a peek. Let's take a peek. It was it was Stanford minus six and a oh, half. Oh, my God. And 
Seventy-two percent of the public bet Northwestern. Oh my God! Let me tell you something. The guy who had Northwestern plus six and a half, Mike Harmon, just threw himself into a wood chipper. Oh, like it's it's the end of Fargo for that guy who just had Northwestern plus six and a half. That is a oh my God. That's really good. That is awful, man. There's twenty seconds to go in this ball game. Not that I would know because I didn't have money on that game. You did? No, no, no. What about the total? Huh? Uh, anyways, Sorry, my headphones went out. What'd you say? Uh, college football news around. Syracuse at the break, leading Liberty. 10 nothing is the score. Alabama, Alabama won earlier today. They beat Duke 42-3. Ohio State club Florida Atlantic 45-21. Washington won. They beat Eastern Washington. Penn State put up 79 today. They beat Idaho 79-7. Iowa State survives in triple over 10. They beat Northern Iowa 29-26. Nebraska got a couple defensive scores. They beat South Alabama. 35 to 21. Of course, as you guys mentioned in the National Football League, Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills making their way from Miami to the Houston Texans via trade. Miles Jack gets a four-year extension from the Jacksonville Jaguars that'll pay him $33 million in some guaranteed cash. Back to Jonas Knox and Bucky Brooks in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Because at Farmers, we've seen and covered it. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Gentlemen, back to you. Thanks, Dave. Jonas Sox, Bucky Brooks here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up a uh, little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. If you've ever had an embarrassing moment on a first date or a first day at school or a first day on a new job, we've got you beat. And it happened earlier today here on Fox Sports Radio. So make sure you stick around. That's coming up a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. Right now, though, it's time for a little something on the show we do called this. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the gas man, David Gascon, to find out what the hell we missed so far. Dave? Uh, Should I take one more shot? At who? A colleague. Why not? I don't, yeah, I couldn't care less. Well, we, we need to stand up and give a round of applause. Brian No in the building today. All right, I'm into joining that. us. All right. Yeah, I'm into that. And Brian No heard our show, your show on Thursday night, and he took our advice. He actually took the time to book a hotel room. All right. Yeah, Brian yeah. No. You cheap ass. Yeah. Spending All some right. money, Brian No. Congratulations. Yeah, you know, hey, look. Um, now, guaranteed, he haggled over the price. He did, yeah, for sure. Well, you got to haggle over the price. Yeah, Priceline.com, they gave him a $50 room. He was trying to weasel it down to like 35 I mean, now, now, now Brian No uh, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. No, uh, hotel or motel? I don't know the difference. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, a, 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 hot, a, hot, a hotel goes uh, yeah. high up. Yeah, okay. A motel does not. Yeah, uh, it is flat in, and the doors turn. They open outside. In a, in a hotel, you don't you don't think you're going to get a shiv in your back on the way to your room. That's, I'm good either way. Okay. As long as it has a bed, I'm good. Yeah. What See? city are you staying in? I don't know. Inglewood is the correct yeah. answer. Yeah, there you go. Great. Oh, that's fine. He's near near the new stadium. You're yeah. right near the airport. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're right <laughs> at the airport. You're good. Yeah, yeah. you're the new stadium. Oh, I love it. Quick well, his Miami, his Miami Dolphins made a couple of moves today. So the first one, obviously, you guys were talking about Larry Tunsil and Kenny Stills making their way from Miami to the Houston Texans. So the AFC South got a little bit more interesting. Texans also shipped off Jadavion Clowney as he goes to the Seattle Seahawks for a couple players and also a third-round pick next year. Look, uh, if you're the Miami Dolphin, okay, first of all, I don't know if there are Miami Dolphin fans. Right, no. Let's just pretend. Okay. Right, no. But let's just pretend, like, outside of Brian, no, that there are Miami Dolphin fans. How much are you paying to go to a game? I'm not paying. Honestly. Like, like how much? Like, you probably, in fact, they'll, they'll probably give you 20 bucks and part ownership just to sit anywhere inside <laughs> the stadium. I swear to God. All right, so what would you rather do? Go to a Dolphins game or a Marlins game right now? Oh, God. Dolphins. Marlins. Like, yeah, what, what are you talking Marlins? I'm going to Marlins game. You know, Yelich and Stan aren't oh, there Oh, so anymore. you want to go and see Ryan Fitzpatrick play? Why not? Like, who is he throwing to? I want, I want, I want to see the, the oh, chosen one. Oh, who's going to protect one. him? I want to see the chosen one. Is you, it, you can see him in warm-ups? Is, uh, yeah, you can see him in warm-ups they, and that's it? They still got O.J. McDuffie, right? Is he still there? Oh. Mark Duper's there. Oh, yeah. Ronde Gatson. Yeah. By the way, was Mark Duper the last skill position player to wear the two-bar face mask Ooh, like we used the to call it back the, in the day? The biscuit. We used to call it the biscuit when why, I was in Little League. Why was that the biscuit? Because it was nice and flat like a little biscuit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we used to call it. Really? Yeah, we used to call it the that. biscuit. Yeah, yeah it's the old, uh, old two-bar face mask. Steve Largent wore it and Mark oh, yeah. Duper wore it. Yeah. You can't wear those anymore. No, I know. What a bummer. That's not bad. You can't even wear the single bar like Kevin Butler did back no, in the day. No, it's not safe. Reggie Roby. Yeah, Reggie Roby wore the single bar. Yeah, that's right. Former Hawkeye. Ah, look at that. Brian does standing up. The greatest punter in Hawkeye history. Of course, of course. I I Sam times in to tell us about uh, Hawkeye punters. God. It's a new guy. This I'm this telling Iowa you, man. Sam, man. You just uh, get back. Hey, man, the- G- Gascon is mad. He, he feels no, like I'm he, not mad. He I'm feels happy. like you went over your word allotment for the day. Yeah, yeah. No, he feels like your word that. your yeah, word allotment trivia, is man, right around it's just 500 good. words, and he felt like you violated it, it early. You know what it is? It's like it's like Iowa Sam went through this bad divorce, and he's this new man, right? It's yeah, like it's after called like it's a- called the NBA season. I don't blame him. Come on, man. He's from Iowa. They don't watch the NBA in that, Iowa. I'm remarried true. to college football. Yeah. That's true. Guys, 31 years of age, LaShawn McCoy, he needs a new home. Bills released him today. Last season, he rushed for just 514 yards. Uh, LaShawn McCoy, they're going to be suitors? Uh, LaShawn McCoy will find a home. It won't be this week. It'll be week two when you don't have to fully guarantee his money. Uh, who's a possible destination for LaShawn McCoy? Ooh. See, this is tough because the Houston Texans just went out and right. got – Carlos Hyde. Let's see. Another team that needs a veteran running back. I'll be careful. I would see if I'm Dallas Cowboys. If Zeke is tripping, I would just kick the tires and see what okay. Shady McCoy would be willing to come in but, for. But he's going to have – there's going to be somebody who's going to give him a deal, right? Uh, I mean, not that big-time money. This is the last time. Because remember, he used to be the top of the food chain before Ty Gurley and, and Devontae Freeman surpassed him. So now he has to come back to the pack. And how much is LaShawn McCoy willing to play for? Uh, by the way, did, did we ever get an update as to whether or not um, – uh, he had anything to do with the people that broke back in to some place and took a bunch of jewelry back from uh, an ex. You remember that story that came out, Dave? I, I do remember yeah, that. Like no. what, what ended up happening with that story? It just disappeared? Buried, yeah. Oh, okay, good. I don't anything else. All right. Um, moving forward, we go from the National Football League to college football. SEC honks today are awfully quiet. Ole Miss got beat by Memphis on the road. And on top of that, Tennessee at home, the spread in this game, 
Vols were favored by 25 points. They got beat at home by Georgia State, 38-30. to 30. I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, the Panthers, that's the mascot yeah. of Georgia State. Just learned yeah. that from the cheating Bucky Brooks. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Try, try and play a little game here, and Bucky Brooks is copying off other people's papers. I mean, <laughs> don't, don't help me because I have a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> I mean, like we should do a mascot game uh, at one point here and see who knows what. Ak- Akron. What are the Akron? The Zips. On the Zips? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Iowa Sam claims that he knows more mascots than Bucky. I I just said me versus Bucky. That'd be pretty interesting there. Uh, Guys, Boise State scored the final 23 points today on the road, and they upset Florida State 36 to 31. That's Bucky's guy, Willie Taggart. Uh Oh, Uh, Bucky. Oh, uh, he's my guy. (laughs) (laughs) Willie Taggart is my guy. Why do you? uh, So, why did he get the gig? Was it just that he wanted back in Florida? Because he was at Oregon for one year. It's not like he had time to really establish things He's there. He's in South Florida before. Okay. okay. So I think part of the rationale, part of the thinking, he was a guy that is a, a Jim Harbaugh disciple. He was at Stanford with Jim Harbaugh. We left Jim Harbaugh, went to Western Kentucky, got Western Kentucky up and going before I think Bobby Petrino replaced him at Western mm-hmm. Kentucky. He then went to South Florida at USF. He got them up and going that final year before he came out west and went to Oregon for a year before he made his way back and because of the recruiting and because of at the time his exciting brand of football maybe that's what appealed to Florida State but um the honeymoon period is probably over. I mean, former Fox Sports Radio host uh, Chris Ricks. Does he have any eligibility left? Uh, maybe he can go Chris back and uh, go back and wow. play. Yeah, Chris Ricks. Wait, wait to dig that. Guys, Dave, Dave Gascon's uh, uh, buddy. They eat burritos together. Oh, do they? True. All right, do this one time. Uh, so I didn't that's, lie. That's your boy. Look, look listen. Wait, he's a Chris, coworker. Chris he's a friend. He yeah. worked here at Fox Sports Radio for Ricks, a period of time. Ricks is a good guy. He worked with Steve Hartman, which means um, right. he never got a word in. Yeah. So. That's true. He just he just filled in for for, for breaths. Yeah. When, he, the dream. when he needed to <laughs> take a breath. <laughs> I love Hartman, man. I love Hartman. Guys, last story for you to piss everybody off here in the building. LeBron James filed some paperwork just a couple days ago. Do wants to trademark Taco Tuesday. Yeah, oh, why not? What? Come on, Bucky. Yes. What the hell's wrong with you? Taco Tuesday. What? What's wrong with that? Kiss my oh, ass, man. Yeah. Taco Tuesday's been around. Has it? How long? Uh, for, for How long? A, a lot of LeBron's years, been around. How long? First, first of all, let me just Taco uh, Tuesday as the as the voice of the uh, of all the Taco uh, yeah, Tuesday uh, participants just, uh, of a person who is engaged to a Mexican woman who has embraced the culture. Taco Tuesday's been around since the beginning of time. Mm. Okay, so LeBron James jumping on the bandwagon trying to trademark Taco Tuesday is ridiculous. You can go to any cantina I'm anywhere so in the country. Why is it so much? It just like, why like, is so mad at LeBron? Why are you so mad? Enough? Why are you so mad? Don't you have <laughs> enough? Like, why is he trying to monopolize every trademark? Yeah. Like, get out of here, And man. there's actually a, a restaurant ch- a chain called Taco John's, which has a corporate office in Wyoming. They trademarked that term back in 1989. Yeah. So LeBron James, like, That's first year. about, man. Yeah. Yeah, get out of here. Barbershop talk, and now all of a sudden, Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday. Whatever, kick rocks. What's he going to do? Wow. Look David, at Bucky, dude. David Bucky. Gascon. David Gascon really oh hates God, LeBron. Right, no, no, I'm I'm Taco Man, Tuesday. I can't wait till I bring LeBron in studio. <laughs> by, the, by the way. Uh, now I point out, hey, that guy with the muscles, he hates you. <laughs> All right, uh, Bucky Brooks, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, up next, 
If you've ever had an embarrassing first date, an embarrassing first day at school, just an embarrassing moment in general, you have not heard anything yet. It happened earlier on this show, and we'll play it for you again next year on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Jonas Knox. This is Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in 10 minutes from now here on FSR, Brian No and Ephraim Salam will take over as we have got college football all over the place. Everywhere you look, there's college football uh, on the television, all over the radio, and Brian Noni from Salon will have all the latest on that, including the only top 25 head-to-head matchup, which is Oregon and Auburn right now Mm. underway, and they are scoreless with Oregon trying to punch it in uh, Mm -hmm. less than five minutes into that game between uh, the Oregon Ducks and the Auburn Tigers. Now, uh, is that Miami of Ohio? If you are listening to this right now, anywhere across the country, 
you should be cheering for Miami of Ohio. That is the team that everybody should be pulling hell, for Jonas. as they uh, go on the road. Uh, I, th- I, they- thought you were, I thought you were going to issue a PSA for those <laughs> uniforms they have on. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, uh, Miami of Ohio, you talk about scheduling cupcakes. Boy, did they schedule one as they are at the Iowa Hawkeyes right now. Now, the reason we bring this up is because we are busting the balls of Iowa Can you Sam. say balls? Yeah. Can you say balls already? Why not? Okay. Busting balls of Iowa Sam. Yeah, we're busting the balls of Iowa Sam because Iowa Sam (laughs) is on a Pittsburgh jersey. um, Yeah, he's wearing a a 1990s Steelers jersey that he's trying to pass as an Iowa Hawkeye jersey. (laughs) But also this, earlier in the show, he had a thought about college football. This is his sport. He's really passionate about it. This is his wheelhouse. And so as we went to give him the opportunity to welcome everybody across the country to the brand new season of college football, this is how it sounded. Uh, let's go live to our may I interject because it's college football and this is the most energy he's had in seven years. <laughs> Iowa Sam. <laughs> Sam. Oh, 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 and, and we oh go don't to choke him. Can we go to him? Don't choke him. And the guy passes a kidney stone on the air. And he gags. Oh, my God. Oh, some yelling last what, night. What, yeah. what, are you, what are you, Doc Holliday? <laughs> hey, get off the mic, Lunger. Good Smell God. It. Smells like someone Yeah, dying. it was Sam's voice. So that is a lesson learned to uh, young broadcasters out there. Uh, don't go hit up a karaoke bar the night before college football season because uh, uh, it may not sound all that great. So there's that. I am worn out today. Hey, Bucky, can I ask you a question before we get off the air? I was at the Hawaii-Arizona game. I've been pitching this idea to everybody in every show that I've done uh, throughout the course of the weekend. I was at the Arizona-Hawaii game last week. The opening kickoff went out of bounds into the back of the end zone. I'm the guy who picked the ball up out of the back of the end zone and threw it back onto the field to play. Okay? I was in behind the end zones. Like, I was on the field. <laughs> So does that technically count as a pass in a Division One game? Because the game was underway. So if that's the case, no, I attempted. Don't get credit for that. I attempted the third pass. Why not? It was a spiral. It was a. It was a rope. You don't get credit. I'm telling. Like, look, I, I look like um, a Jay Cutler shot up with amphetamines. That, it <laughs> Jay was, it was a, a rope. I attempted the third pass of the college football season, <laughs> confirmed by Bucky Brooks. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com.